about funny stuff. Serious about food. Serious about anything that I'm in the mood for. Serious. Let's get serious. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Talk to me, talk to me, tell me about your fantasy. Hello. Let's get serious. Uh, my name is Kendall Bruns. This is Let's Get Serious podcast. I have two guests, not one, but two guests today. <laughs> At least one of them is very excited. I, it's me! <laughs> yes, that squeal it's came from me. Carissa Barreca. Nailed it. Uh, sitting next to her, I have Kevin Soretti. Soretta. <laughs> yeah. You psyched yourself out. Oh, practiced it too many times. Soretta? Let's call him Scaretta. Let's it's, call him Scaretti. Yeah. Kevin Scaretti. Yeah. I had a. T- <laughs> what I had is a, it? Scaretta? It's Soretta. Soretta. Mother. That's fine. I had a teacher in second grade who was a nun, and she pretty much called me Kevin Skeletor the entire year. So that was my favorite year of being at school. <laughs> no matter what I do, no matter how much I prepare. You I did asked practice. You right before <laughs> right we before, started. Literally before the music I started. I should have probably written it down no, phonetically. phonetically. <laughs> I told you, the first two years we were dating, I called him Scaretta, which is not his name, and he thought I was joking. Mm-hmm. He really? was like, oh, he, she yeah. is funny, and she is joking and calling me a funny name. Fooling around. No, I thought his name was Scaretta. So how did that resolve itself? She met my parents. And I called her by the wrong name. <laughs> and uh, she was no. like, I'm so ready to meet she the, didn't... the Scaretta family. I was like, you cannot. Don't. I mean, they don't care. Because you They're very really, you really thought she I was thought she was joking, joking around. For two years. Yeah. So I'm like, ha ha. Two oh, yeah. funny yeah, years. Carissa, Carissa a... Barocco. Like, I'm just calling her different <laughs> names, too, thinking it's a joke. And then. That is quite the running joke. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I commit to something. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. All right. Hey. Yeah. All right. Like this relationship. Go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, since you brought it up, what is the nature? Just so that the listeners Sorry. understand, what is the nature of your relationship? Oh, uh, just. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at Kevin and make him tell you. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, we are just. Tell everyone. Obligatory cohabitants? Is that what, what it, it is? Obligatory, obligatory co- cohabitants. We don't That's have so the time to, to find other people, mm-hmm. so we've dated each other for the last five years. Wow. Yeah. How's he doing, Carissa? Uh, well, he's still there. Uh, he yeah. will not leave. Yeah. It will, he, no matter how many times he asks, Woo. he will not go away. Not going oh, so. no. he asks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, can I, can I keep living here? Is that, is that cool? And you say no, and he'll like, still stay. Uh, it doesn't matter. Sounds like it. That sounds like you still need me around. <laughs> I'm real good at like killing bugs that show up in the house and stuff mm-hmm. like no, that. No, no, so. I won't let him kill them, though. No, oh, no, I'm not allowed to kill them. I have to put them outside. No, we, in all, we've, uh, we are both uh, uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. We are yes. uh, in both relation. boyfriend. We are well, both boyfriend both us, and girlfriend. We like to take both roles. We met in a carnival. <laughs> uh, we're both hermaphrodites. Uh, we, uh, yes, we are, uh, we are in a relationship of the romantic nature. Oh. Yes. And then oh. as of last year, we were uh, co-workers. As yeah. Well. Co-workers. Yeah. Co-workers and relationship havers. Yes. Well, I brought you here today to talk about the relationship. Oh, oh no. Boy. That's um, unexpected. <laughs> we're going to need we more We did not know. It's going to oh, get real bloody. Ben Rock Station. Mm. That's what this interview is yeah. uh, sponsored by. You know, normally, normally uh, I've not imbibed in alcohol well we do during during the podcast oh unfortunately if you show up and this is maybe a note for future guests okay if Mm -hmm. you show up with drink 
it will be drank. Yeah. It Hell has yeah. to be. Uh, we wouldn't come without that. We're not. We, we're that's not just, barbarians. We're not barbarians. We're well, not farmers. I'm just saying this is podcast 20, I think. Is it? And nobody's and brought you drink yet? I don't yet? know that anyone's brought drink. We're, uh, we're in, the, 20, we're in the, uh, the 20th percentile of this podcast and no one's brought alcohol yet that's sad we i think liz brought alcohol but for herself herself? that That seems right yeah i'm sure she would have shared but you know she has her own drink you know yeah she probably fell asleep mid podcast (laughs) Uh, she got sleepy but she didn't fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) no we bring we bring wine for every occasion my dentist you you brought your dent you brought your dentist wine well i'm drinking so he can have some feelings (laughs) during dental i love wine like, can you drink? You can't drink during, but you can drink all the I mean, way you can. It. You're not supposed to, but you definitely can. It makes the spitting part more interesting. It Way does. more interesting. It really does. Yeah. Mm. Who wants more Shiraz? I would love some more fine, Itali- uh, fine Australian, Australian Shiraz. Well, you know, Kendall? some of the best wines are coming out of Australia, I hear. Yeah. And they have twisty tops. Oh, they have to get it all made before Mad Max takes over. Okay, so for, um, for our listeners... Go on. Who maybe don't care about your relationship yeah i mean we barely, i don't we barely do yeah why don't uh why don't you tell me do you have any suspicions of why else i might have asked you to be here uh we're supposed to get serious about something well i mean kevin's, it's implied but kevin's alcoholism. i'm not super strict about this is the thing is and nobody's asked me about this yet no one has asked do we have to be serious oh do we have to be the answer Kinda. Oh, okay. All right. okay. Oh, that was well, that you was don't, I mean, well, You don't. I mean, <laughs> shut up. That yeah. was good. That was a nice pause. You don't really. Ha- I mean, thank, thank you. A good you don't get pauses you don't, like that often. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have not with three people. <laughs> um, no, we don't have to be totally serious. But I'm here to. I'm here to talk about stuff. All right. Cool. Great. And hopefully you are too. Give hopefully us some talking are. to. I signed a release. Let's do this. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Maybe I'll. Please. Maybe I'll start this then. I'll sure. say that I know both of you are performers yes. here in Chicago. We are. You That's both uh, have done improv and sketch. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes, yes. Go on. Good. Do you have any questions about those fields? <laughs> Is there anything we can get serious about about those We'd two fields? We'd love to get some serious. Maybe we'll get to that. Right, we'll get to that. We're doing Just the, get I believe, I'm a firm believer in general to specific. Go on. Ah, great. Start wide and then narrow our Yeah, focus. and like great. sometimes there are little detours, paths, about that. roads you go down that you maybe, you didn't know maybe you they take on. you somewhere you didn't expect to go. Very Robert Frost. Well, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. like that's one way to look at it. <laughs> The first time I've been compared to him. <laughs> Not um, the last, my friend. I'm trying to think. Now, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. I saw you do an improv at uh, Smush recently. Yes. Yeah. I know that you also are performing with Second City, one of the Torcos. Is that's that correct, yeah. the right way to describe Redco, that's, that's right. That's right. Redco? Yeah. There's uh, three uh, touring companies that are based out of, the, out of the Chicago Theater in Chicago, and they are color-coded. Red, green, and blue, and I am a member of the red company. Yeah. S- color coded so as to not there's like, no infer yep. superiority or sure uh, rank. That's actually that's yeah, exactly I, why. Th- yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, I guess because if you were A, B, and C, or one, two, and three, or, or something like that, uh-huh. we could we could make a qualitative judgment from there. But red, blue, and green, you're just all primary. Now are colors. there? But is there still some underlying sense of like? 
Well, blue means this. Well, you get definitely, <laughs> I mean, once you are a member full-time of a company, you definitely rep your set pretty hard. Like, it, there are still people. What that, is that? Yes. I mean, rep your set? Rep your set. It's you, gangster you terminology. It's from um, when I was a member of a street no gang. Big deal. I was once a, uh, Latin a young Latin king. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it means. When there's still members of, I mean, people who were members of the touring company who have then gone on to movies, work, movies, the main stages at Second City and main stage in ETC. There's people with like TV shows and gone on to. Sure, sure. But it, are you it, saying they that always they like Red Co? If you're, yeah, if you were a member of Red oh. Co, like that's the best one. If you were a member of Green Co, Green Co is the best one. Really? And they oh, will yeah, fight yeah. you on it. And yeah. you say you're doing Red Co. I'm in Red. I'm a full. Me- uh, yeah, I'm a full time member of Red Co. So right you now. I've under. I understudied, uh, and I was run and for for about a month, maybe a month and a half mm-hmm. with Green Co. Uh, for uh-huh. a little bit, uh, and I had a great time. I had a wonderful time with Green Co. And uh, now I'm on. Yeah, but those guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, well, we can talk about all that stuff yeah. in depth, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, first, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. let's give the brief overview of Carissa oh, here. Oh my gosh. So I know. Uh, well, and do you, are you performing in any other groups right now? Yeah. I'm still, I'm also with, I'm still, I'm at, uh, improv Olympic, formerly improv, improv Olympic, now IO. And I perform uh, on, uh, two of the improv teams there regularly. One team called, uh, the Deltones, which is the musical improv team. And the <laughs> other is, uh, called chaos theory. And that's straight up improvisation. And then I'm in a two man show with a fellow named Barry Height called Black Ted Williams. And that's improv and sketch. We improvise. And that's, and that's what you that's saw you at Smush. With, yeah, at exactly. Smush. Okay. That's right. So Smush, for those who may not know, Smush is a monthly sort of like variety show. Yeah, like a comedy jamboree of sorts. It's it, stage 773, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so like you can see improv and sketch groups and stand up and it's all smooshed together hosted by the notoriously sleepy liz MacArthur. Yes. Uh, and it's fantastic it I is. oh it's a fun people. oh it's I've so much fun it's fun usually on a tuesday. tuesday night yeah tuesday tuesday don't know when the next one is but they're may something 16th i think you know? is that tuesday because What's going Were on? You, weren't you supposed to be at it? I'm in. Uh, yeah, you I'm, are doing I'm, it. I'm doing stand up <gasps> at that one. Oh, so if you want to so see, so you do stand up too. Yes, you can't and then stop him. Were not, you? Were you involved with? Did you? Are you in Cupid Players? I was. Was yeah, that's how we met? Yeah, that's that's actually okay. how Chris and I met. Yeah, but I was you're not doing that anymore. No longer a member of that company. Okay, so you were in Cupid. Okay, now Carissa. Yes. What? You. Yes. Are in off off Broadway. I am the magical, notorious, well known Chicago group that's almost famous. Off Off Broadway. And what is your character's name in Off Off Broadway? Allie Ways. Allie Ways. Allie Ways. The implication being that I fucking Allie Ways. Oh my! Mm-hmm. I can say it you, like s- that, you it said gets, I could say you can Effies. say it. It gets rid of the innuendo. Okay. Well, I don't have any innuendo. <laughs> in your window. What? And out well, the other. Okay. Now the other. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. No, yes, I'm. I'm Allie. Listeners Ways. of the podcast, if. If you've listened before, we'll know off off Broad's wave because we've talked to Liz and Mandy, who's yes. recently on, and Kelly. Kelly. So we're getting through. We're getting through them. You I gotta, gotta get a couple. I got a couple more. You're almost through Slowly all of them. Slowly circulating their way through the cast. I got well. a couple exactly. more, but uh, so you're part of that group. Yes. Um, Love them. And also. Uh, Cupid players. The Cupid players, yes. So you're still, are you I'm still a Cupid player? I'm absolutely still a Cupid player. Okay. It's a lifer. I'm it's a just lifer. hard to keep track of everybody's sure. doings and stuff. No, I love my Cupid players, my off-off Broadways, mm-hmm. all of them. Okay, and then also, 
So recently, now you're not doing this anymore, but recently you had done Second City Cruise thing, right? Yes. What's that called? Tell me what it is. Well, it's, um, I've done two now and, uh, we actually call it Boat Co., um, like Boat Co., like company, Mm -hmm. um, because there's Red Co., Blue Co., Green Co., Patch Co., Boat Co. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll it's get through all co. there's a lot of co's, mm-hmm. but we call mm-hmm. it Boat Co., which is just um basically another little like group of Second City on a boat. And yep. we have I think seven out right now? Yeah. And seven. Kev- so Kevin, you were doing this also. He That's was right. on the boat. That's right. Okay. He was yeah. on Boat Co for a while. You we were both Boat Co buddies. We were That's boat right. Co on NCL, Norwegian Cruise yeah. Lines. My first one was 2007-2008 and then we were Chris and I were both on uh the Jewel, Jewel and the Pearl together uh this year. This past year, 2010, 2010 2011. 2011. So when you're on Boat Co. Boat Co. Is, so this is Second City. Is it, um, is that just like one like aspect of entertainment on this cruise? Yep. Or is it branded as like a Second City cruise? It is, at, yeah, it's 100%. It's, no, no, it's not branded as a Second City cruise. It's just like, oh, they have entertainment from Second City. Exactly. Yeah, we are yeah. definitely a Second City um, entity on the cruise, and that's yeah. something that brings people on because Second City is such yeah. a strong name on the cruises. We're okay. on when you're on a cruise ship as uh, in our capacity, you're, you're listed as a guest entertainer. Uh, that's that's your status when you're aboard the ship, um, and it is the same thing. It applies to the magicians that are on board. They're it, magicians. They are. Oh, yeah, we lived in a, an effing carnival for a year and well, a half. Don't say effing now. We were in a well, fucking we carnival. Fucking carnival. Yeah, we were over fucking there. carny folk. Yeah, when we were we were living in uh, we were living in crew quarters in officers' cabins when we were aboard these ships, and our hallway was you know our neighbors were magicians, dancers, jugglers, acrobats, acrobats, stand up comedians. All from all corners of the world, and they're all uh, there is now on NCL uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines. They they have their own uh, Vegas style review and dance company and things like that. So uh, those dancers are directly hired and employed by Norwegian Cruise Line now. Uh, but everyone else is kind of an independent contractor. You like you sign on a contract, but it's you know the the jugglers and the magicians, everything like that, are people who who are who themselves. are just kind of hired as outside entertainment for they you can be on from anywhere from a week to six months at a time so and, if you're like a juggler yeah do you uh do you just wander around the boat and juggle or no. do you have like <laughs> excellent question we actually live next to both of the jugglers on our second contract is there like a juggle show there is oh, a juggle yeah. show there's a massive the- yeah the two guys that we live uh, that we live next to uh max and sean of shark bait. Yeah, they, I hope they listen. Yeah, now that we've said their names, tell, they have to them. listen. Tell them to. Oh, I, don't, I doubt they'll randomly. Shark bait. <laughs> shark bait. They're wonderful. Shark yeah, they're bait. both um, old hands from uh, Ringling uh, Ringling Brothers Circus, uh-huh. and then they started uh, their own two man. Uh, they started their own two man show, and uh, they had two. Uh, they had two shows a week. There was juggling and circus and all that sort. They just brought all of the all a bunch of the training. And that it was they like had. a really big comedy show too. Wasn't yeah, juggling. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I was gonna ask because I feel like anytime I've seen juggling like on TV or anything, it's always like 
kind of an act, like a comedy act. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that's what their, theirs was. Yeah, comedy. Uh, are there serious jugglers? That are like, <laughs> there like, has to be serious jugglers, but I don't want to see them. I hope. That. I they're hope like, you know what? Just... They, these hacks that are out there. <laughs> like anybody, if they're supplementing it with a joke, they can make it seem cool, but uh, like this I'm is out. about the art of juggling. <laughs> like, I'm out here trying to flip chainsaws, Jay. Right. Dude, I, I'm not trying to just... Insert a, I'm a you know, dr- mother-in-law joke, dude. Yeah, right. dramatic juggling. <laughs> I would, I'm I would been... see it. I wouldn't love it. The, the, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. would. You don't know. Watch that oh, you're right. I don't know. I've never the, seen a dramatic. It's juggler. all about the execution. Yeah. <laughs> the closest I've seen to that would probably be Cirque, uh, the Cirque du Soleil shows in Vegas, where they don't have time to joke. Bullshit. They're just busy juggling, and then they have to avoid like an acrobat flying at them or some sort of fire going off. I don't they don't even, they don't even have time. Yeah. yeah. I haven't really been exposed to that. Okay. Cirque yeah. Du Fuck the Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> really? I'm saying you it. You want to badmouth them? <laughs> Let's badmouth Let's shoot Cirque on Cirque du Soleil. I'm never going to be hired by them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my honest. God. You know how many abs you have to have to be a part of Cirque du Soleil or whatever yeah. it's called? Oh my, they're all in tights. And We're they, never getting they hired. They haven't eaten so since 1983. Actually, I know somebody who's working for Cirque du Soleil in China Are they doing wigs and makeup. Oh, well, oh, okay. so that's they can the eat. difference. They're they can right. eat. Um, yeah. Like I want to eat if I'm bored of Cirque du Soleil. I can't do backflips. I just had a pizza. You know, that's <laughs> kind of my eat. They don't like that. They no. don't like that. They don't like you to eat. But you're saying with comedy, Sorry, with we're, general, we're so off base. Pizza now. Yes. is okay. Pizza, pizza is and comedy go hand in hand. Oh my god. The reason how that, so? Oh my god. The, re- well, the reason okay. that you're funny is because you don't like to work out. Mm-hmm. I think is the. I mean, amongst most of the are people there no that I know, fit fit comedians? They are in the minority. I would say that. Yeah. I mean, if you have to be on TV, they'll put you on a treadmill. But a lot of guys I know, um, guys I know, like like me, don't. Uh, we don't want to do sit-ups. But you know what? If you look at like uh, a Mr. Will Ferrell, sure. I don't uh-huh. know if you've heard of him, or I, uh, I've, yeah, I've heard Seth uh, Rogen. The Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. The Seth yes, Rogen. Yeah, absolutely. they both have definitely trimmed They've, up, slimmed mm-hmm. down since they became... Will Ferrell was running marathons. See, that's what I'm talking about. Good for him. He wasn't running marathons when he first got on no, Saturday Night Live. No, no he was not. No. Didn't have the time. He was trying you give to be funny. me the money, I will run a marathon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's about yeah. the money? It's about the money. <laughs> yeah, if All you right. put me in anchor, man. I'll fucking run a marathon. I'll run 26.2. Seth Rogen had to slim down to be in the Green Hornet movie. Which was, I that, didn't, was that his motivation? Which I didn't see. Yes. Well, that's what, yeah. Well, you, I, I feel him. like he was pretty slimmed down even when uh, the funny people. Funny people, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. funny people intersected with Green Hornet, so. All right. And that Green Hornet movie kept getting delayed. He couldn't be uh, Chubby Hornet? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see it? I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it either. Uh, I, it comes out on oh, Blu-ray and DVD. Well, we don't know. Um, Our movie schedule is so off because we were on those boats. Yeah. We haven't seen anything. Yeah. We don't know what's out, what has been out. We don't know anything. Okay, so I, I specifically wanted to have you both on together to talk about the boat thing. Boats. Because I think the boat thing Thanks. is really cool, interesting. Yeah, dude. Um, but we can talk about whatever you want. There's something else to talk about. The boats? No, the boats are interesting. <laughs> I will. I will go back to the boats anytime because those. That is an interesting. Okay, so absolutely. Let's let's because I think this is one of those opportunities for like sketch improv people here in Chicago that maybe you don't. You, people come here. They want to. They're interested in this. Yeah. yeah. Field. Mm-hmm. They go and do training. They may not know. There's a cruise opportunity. Like I doubt there are many people yeah. who are like, I want to move to Chicago and, <laughs> and do sketch on a cruise. Yeah. 
They should though. They um, should really, that so should be their goal. why don't you tell me kind of briefly what your backstories are and how you ended up like trying out to do that? Sure. sure. Yeah. Well, you you want to go first? Sure. You go first because you went on the boat first. Sure. I'll go first. Um, f- the the advent of uh, Second City aboard cruise ships came. Re- right around the time that I moved to Chicago, when I was working in the box office uh, at the Second City when the contract got signed with Norwegian Cruise Lines and they put their first cast, uh, they put their first cast out to sea. Um, so when I when I moved to Chicago, it wasn't even an option. It there was no, it was it wasn't when, even how long of, ago did you move to Chicago? I moved in two thousand two, July of two thousand two. From where? Uh, from New York. I graduated college in May two thousand two. I spent two months at home in New York City in uh, Queens, and then um, and then moved moved to Chicago with the express intent of working and then taking classes to at at I O, uh, and then. Uh, I was trying to find my way into working for Second City, doing shows at I.O. Uh, and then I, I wanted to do a theater, like straight up theater when I moved here, but ended up just falling so, into So I. why did you come to uh, Chicago from New York? Because it seems like all That's those a- opportunities exist in New York, yeah. maybe even... Uh, larger opportunities in some areas for sure yeah absolutely absolutely um i think in new york uh even even like today and even a little bit back then they have upright citizens brigade there and then uh, oh it was nice ucb ucb yeah exactly and then people's improv theater and stuff like that so there's definitely places where you can go train and then you're right there in new york so you can audition for a lot of things and get work but um i moved to chicago because um a lot of people that i went to college with uh that i did improv and sketch with uh, moved to Chicago to start classes and start working here. My the troupe that I was in came out and did the Chicago Improv Festival, and then a bunch of them came back. I'm like, oh my god, Chicago! Isn't that happening now? Just or ha- yeah, something? just yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. took place. And uh, then they all moved here and bought apartments, mm-hmm. and they were all seniors when I was sophomores and things like that. So when I graduated, they were like, come out to Chicago, start taking classes. And I was like, well, I can move to Chicago and and start doing this and. Because I majored in theater, it's like I could start to apply my degree in some capacity, or I can live at home and try to figure out what like, I could do at home. And I moved to Chicago. I ended up moving. So to what? So in New York, what was the perception about the difference between training in New York versus Chicago? Uh, I didn't. When I first moved out here, I didn't know that there was any that there was any difference at all. I think the style of play in Chicago, as opposed to New York, is. Just a just a little bit different in that new, in New York, um, from my experience and from pe- talking to people that have trained out there a little bit, uh, the emphasis can be on finding what's called the game of the scene really quickly and trying to get the the funny out of it immediately, uh, in what we call long form improvisation, which is what you saw me and Barry do at um, at Smush. Uh, you get one suggestion, and that's the only suggestion you get for the entire night for your piece. Um, and then you can improvise 15, 20, 30 minutes. You know, some people do it for an hour, you know, and those yeah. people are very, very good. Um, but there's no, in Chicago style, it's, it's, there's no emphasis on getting the funny in long form right away. Whereas in New York, they, they're a little bit more game focused and they can, they can find uh, the bits and the funny of it. There's more emphasis on finding that immediately. Um, the, but that being said, there's no. I mean, both styles are pretty, 
are able to be melded. Okay, well. so I know this is slowing down the uh, <laughs> what I asked you, but mm. can you expand on that at all of like what you mean by that? Sure. Um, about which part about finding the funny immediately versus. Sure. Um, in for I've noted like with with uh, with New York shows, and I'm I'll probably get about four or five to fifteen emails from friends of mine that do improv in New York that uh, are <laughs> like, "You're fucking wrong. Right. That's not what we do." Um, <laughs> and I'll just deal with them as that happens. Uh, but they uh, like a very specific in. For Chicago, you can come out and play somebody that's closer to your age, close. You know, just you're you're able to come out, and it's more about um, playing what we call line by line. Is just you're improvising for the the way we're taught is for it to be more of a theatrical piece where you don't have to worry about being funny right away. You're not worried about being funny at right. all. Right. That's the that's the way that I, I was trained at the old uh, truth at, and comedy. The old guys. truth and comedy, yeah. exactly. It's the IO style of of improvisation. You don't have to worry about being funny right away. In fact, the first thing that um I was the, like first day of classes that I was told at IO when I was taking I was in there with Sharna Halper and the lady who owns the theater is uh that don't take improv classes, don't take long form classes because you want to learn how to be funny. Uh, take long form improv classes because you want to learn how to improvise. You want to learn how to work in an ensemble and create a piece together. She equates it to it's a Del Close. Del Close is like the father of Chicago and New York improv, the father of long form improv. Really, he, he's the guy who's credited with putting together a lot of that in the United States. Uh, he it was that you don't go to a karate dojo and go in and go teach me how to kick somebody's ass because they'll tell you to leave. Uh, they, they teach it to you as as a, as an art, as a, as a way to to control your body and learn these particular moves and philosophies and things like that. And that's kind of how they treat long form improv too. You teach it like how to create things in an ensemble to create a piece of theater in front of people. And what's happened is that it's a lot of people who are naturally funny, who have very comedic instincts, have gravitated to that art form. So that long form ha- is used. 99% not to 99.5% of the time specifically for comedic purposes mm-hmm. in the IO style. Uh you have you have places like um uh where and UCB is an offshoot of IO uh and that's just a variation on that. They teach the same sort of I uh, um long form style where you get one suggestion and then you improvise on those themes for an extended period of time. Uh, but their uh, style is am- getting to the stuff where you're actually looking to be funny. You're actually looking for laughs and you're looking for characters um, that and situations and locations and things like that that can create comedy, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, is, so there's a different thought process involved with that of you thinking about, is this funny... Yeah, or trying to figure out a way that this is funny and presenting it versus living in some kind of uh, moment and reacting. Yeah, I'd say that's living in the moment and reacting is 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 the 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 roots of the redwood of long form improvisation in Chicago. I can't speak too much to the actual thought process hmm. of someone trained at UCB because I never trained at UCB right. or any any of those places. Um, but so like I saw, I've only seen you improv one time, mm-hmm. but that I, that I can remember, mm-hmm. but, um, 
You might have seen me improvising Cupid if I forgot my lines. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's an interesting thing to talk about this idea that you're not necessarily trying to be funny, mm-hmm. but you're obviously doing very um, sort of exaggerated or heightened. Yeah, heightened yeah. things that seem like they're for the purpose of being funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it is funny. So you have to, f- so when you hear the performers saying like, Oh, we're not trying to be funny. You're just trying to be honest and react. Yeah. But then you're like, well, obviously you're trying to be funny. Kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh well, yeah. I mean, absolutely. At, at, um, so the, the time that I saw you do improv, um, I think, you asked for a suggestion of a place that you don't like to go or something like that. Yeah, that like was it. Yeah. Yep. yep. And somebody said subway. So you and your uh, partner did this whole very high. Very long, high. it was probably 15 or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you, you were different characters within that. Mm-hmm. You split off into like different scenes within that. Right. But you immediately adopted like a certain physical um, embodiment of a character. Sure. Or speaking pattern. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you in know, that show I was... That trended that were funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, in that, I was... I was lucky. It was like, in Smush, it's a comedy night. So you right. want to go in there and you, you want to go in there and, and be funny. Um, I think in that... It's one of the things that we we would we love you guys to laugh at what we're doing, but we never go into it going we have to get jokes out immediately. So how do you balance that though? How do you? I mean, do you catch yourself sometimes when you're doing improv thinking, "Oh, I'm forcing it too much." Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, especially because when I started doing improv in college, I started doing it specific, like I started doing it in short form, which is games like whose line is it anyway, mm-hmm. and the whole that the express purpose of that is laugh is to get laughs is mm-hmm. to get the audience to laugh, um, and when I made that switch to the IO style, um, and it's still pops up today it's that I'm forcing it I'm trying to be interesting I'm trying to be funny and the thing that um, we try to stress is that if you're honest and you're and you are um, uh, faithful to the person that you're on stage with like I think what you saw was a pretty good example of that because it was just two people on stage it was me and this fellow Barry Height um, the purpose is to be responsible to the other person on stage as far as you, t- the both of you are creating a reality. You're creating a physical location. You're creating characters that exist in that physical location. You're creating a circumstance of life for these people, uh, economic, social status, religious point of view. You create all of this, these worlds for these people in a matter of seconds. Uh, so you don't have time at, at the top to think of what would be funny to say in that situation. Um, so really, a lot of the times with me, I'm picking a character out of panic like I have to I have to say something right now I have to be somebody I have to be able to respond to my partner in the scene in what they're saying so I'm I got I'm gonna be a southern lady Hmm. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be an English dude 
know, it's just so that you have some sort of perspective, some sort of point of view. To then inform your to other... To inform what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're not standing out there specifically to, okay, now I'm an English dude. What's funny about being English or what's funny about being that? It's like what's what does this guy have to live with in this moment in time? And a lot of the times what we're doing, there's a lot of stuff that's funny about it. It's, a lot, it, it's in that the it's in that you're not going in looking for the jokes. You're not looking for like a setup punchline, setup punchline. Uh, you're just looking to play these characters in an interesting way. And because of the people that do a lot of the improvisation, a lot of what we do winds up being funny. It's, it's just something that attracts people who are comedically minded. That's okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> oh, good. I passed. Good. Anyway. Uh. And my apologies to anybody who improvises or does sketch in New York. If I've misrepresented you, you can email me at cannonballkevin at gmail.com. There you go. He's giving it Or up. find me on Facebook. I will absolutely apologize to you. Or Well, and let me know, like too. Because yeah. Because I'm, you know, I, I, I come at this um, from a perspective of never taking an improv class or anything. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when I'm asking these questions, I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn about it. Oh. So, uh, yeah, if if people have opposing viewpoints, I'd love to hear them myself. Sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> back on track. Well, by the way, Carissa, shut the fuck up. I yeah, know, really? right? This is Jesus ridiculous. Christ, I just fell asleep a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kevin. You're so anyway, talking. that was all a uh, detour from talking You're about how you moved from New York to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were taking training classes. Got wrapped up in that. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's that whole, what we just talked about, like the whole way that you're trained is what appealed to the the funny part of my brain, but also the theater training that I had, and as limited as it was. Because I, a lot of people that I had gone to college with had been doing theater like since they were like 10 mm-hmm. um and i but not comedy so much yeah not comedy just whatever their school or training program or anything like that wanted to do whereas i really started doing theater when i was 18 when i went to co- when i started at college like that's when i started really acting and then you know getting involved in that um and it was great i went to a place called suny fredonia and i had awesome training and i got to be really immersed in the whole thing and got like a lot of training packed into four years that people had been I don't think would have gotten over the span of eight or anything like that uh, but that's what appeared that's what brought me out here and, and got me to stay here as far as like I always had like moving back to New York in the back of my mind but once I started with that I went alright I'm gonna stay here for sure and then when uh, and then I started doing show when I went through the training center at IO then I started doing shows mm-hmm. at IO that's how I got involved in Cupid Players that's where I met Brian Posen, Jill Valentine, Brian Peedle, and all those guys got involved in that show. Um, got involved in the musical improv show um, at the behest of Sharna Halpern, and uh, started doing the road show at IO, which is the touring show for that theater where we go and do improv. If you hire us <laughs> to come do shows, uh, and so while I was doing that, that was around two thousand, and then around two thousand seven, mm-hmm. second, I had found out that they were that auditions were coming up for um for the cruise ships specifically they'll have specific invited uh auditions they have general calls at second city where they where if you have the requisite amount of training uh you can come in how do you had second city training specifically i have not i've gone through the i haven't gone through the whole training center i had so for the open auditions you don't necessarily have to 
Yeah, no, not at Second City. For the open auditions, you have to have... You have to have a year? A year, year, two years of improv, like a year of training and then experience. So, and I had... Headshot resume in... They call you. Yeah, yeah, and I had that from Improv Olympic from yeah. now now IO. So they're having a general audition. So they had a general audition. I did that a couple of times uh, uh, while I was working there in the box office. So um, I, did that make a difference? It made a difference in that I got to see the producers afterwards, and they got to be like, "Hey, good, yeah, good job." So maybe know, it like, helped you get like feedback. It helped me get a little, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah, just a little bit of feedback. I think if they, if I had been like wretched or anything like that, they, they wouldn't have been like, hey, stop fucking doing this. I don't think they would have done that. But they were very nice. They were nice enough to be like, hey, you know, good. You seem to be, you know, I, you know, you're doing all right. You're doing, you're doing good. They also Um, get to see your face uh, more than anybody else. They, they they see auditioners' faces for maybe. 30 seconds yeah. like they don't get to memorize your face memorize who you are if why you're do you think there, that i worked there too uh, <laughs> <laughs> why do you think seeing the face helps i i think in any audition if they get to see who you are mm-hmm. and, or in, and kind of get to know i mean it, it does get a sense of you yes yeah absolutely. absolutely and i mean it didn't i mean i worked there when kevin worked there which was like five six years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then I didn't get hired from them for another three years after that, I think. Four years? Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Three, four years yeah. after that. So, um, like, just, but I, I knew the people there. I knew, like, I just think uh, if the producers get to see your face, because I know Kevin had, like, better contact, I think, with producers than I did, because I worked as, like, a hostess and merchandise person, but Kevin worked in the box office. Um Kevin had like relationships with like uh, mm-hmm. producers yep. and stuff. Yep. Uh, I I think if any if in any audition if they know who you are before you go in, you have a stronger chance. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about any profession. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's how I mean that's that, that's how I heard because I still had I, at this point I had friends who were on the touring company and people who worked in various capacities at the theater and I found out that they were looking for people to go onto ships. Uh, so I contacted one of the producers was like, Hey, if any of this is coming up, let me know how he can submit my info. It's not like uh, you have to give me an audition, but I was like, I'll, you know, I'd like to throw my name in the hat. If you guys are looking around, I'll give you my information so you can have it on file. They're like, great. And then I got called in for an audition, um, and ended up having that audition and got, I got hired out of that audition for uh the first ship that i was on so it was from 2002 to 2007 it was a five-year period of me uh taking class at io and then taking classes at second city and then doing shows primarily at at io and then on the road with io and, and with uh cupid players before i got hired for before i got hired for my first paying job performing for second city the first thing they ever paid me for was for being rude to customers in the box office right at second city which you got fired for i sure did well, that sounds like a story. Sure did. Got fired because I yelled at a customer. I worked there longer than I should have, and I was an idiot 24-year-old, 25-year-old. And um, I got I got real mad at a guy for giving me lip, and I got loud, and they were like, you can't do this anymore. You can't yell at people. You're selling them tickets to our show. So what were this, they mad about? I don't see. I don't even remember. I think they, I think, I think they might have gotten mad for like, like, oh, I wanted to 
it, it was a, like a process of like, me trying. Like? Oh, oh, yeah, for the purposes <laughs> of the story, yeah, they sounded like a Muppet. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I had explained something to them like two times, like just repeated myself two times, and on the third time they asked. Uh, on that particular day, I hadn't had enough coffee, and I was like, "Oh, look, you know what?" And then Goodbye. people get emailed, and then people get called, and then so I like think. Oh, I mean, an hour later, I was fi- I was called. An hour later, my shift ended, and I got called you, in. So, were you in the wrong there? Kevin. Oh yeah! Oh, okay. oh yeah! <laughs> oh, oh, I was yeah. way wrong. Oh, are you okay. kidding me? It was something any- that our listening audience might not know about uh, Kevin Serretta. Uh Kevin Serretta has a very short temper. You shut the fuck up oh, right now. See, that's you see? Uh-oh. You're going to quiet exactly that I mean. down. You're going to quiet that wit- mouth. There are witnesses. There are witnesses here. Uh, quiet that uh, mouth what I'm saying is, Kevin Kevin has I'll no go, tolerance for rage. the stupid. Uh, or I had way less tolerance of it. Customer service is probably it's customer not, service is really strong not, the, not the thing I should have been doing at no, that time. Poor thing. And really not to this time either. Even now, he can't talk to but people. D- I was... It's a miracle he hasn't, he hasn't hit you yet. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, no. Man. Wow. Yeah, it's awful. He's awful. He's not, awful. That's rude. He's our host. Yeah, I can't hit the host. Right. Yeah. But no, I've, uh, no, no, no. I shouldn't have. I was way, way, way in the wrong. And right. I and was justifiably fired. And when I got fired, when I got fired from that job, I was like, "Well, that's it. They're never going to hire me to perform here in any capacity." You thought ever you'd again. burned a bridge. I was like, "That's yep. over. That's well. That was. In, that was. I hope it was. Like, hope it was worth <sighs> it to Second get vent fired for yelling. Yell, yeah, to vent some steam to yeah. let a patron know that they were wrong. And uh, luckily. <laughs> after, okay, so after you, a while, so you like, auditioned they and you were like on the boat. Yes, I, now auditioned, he's on the first got boat. put on the got put on the boat, and then I was on that the boat. The, yeah, I was on the Norwegian Pearl for four and a half months. Mm-hmm. Four and a half months. I got done with that. Came back to Chicago. Went back to work in the city um, at I O, and again with Cupid players. Uh, work meaning that I went back to doing shows for free <laughs> at a lot work. of places. And, um, but then, uh, since once you're hired by second city, you're sort of under the umbrella for a while. Like your, your name is always in the file. They, you know, you're just, you're just around You're you're, so I was used as an understudy for their theatricals. I was used for their understudy once for a touring company real early on. And then I was an understudy for a show called Rob Blagojevich. No, but first you were an understudy for another show. What was that? Juicical. Oh, that's right. Juicical, Thank you for reminding me. the musical. That's right. You can't, I, I had to say it out loud. You have to hear it. Yeah, Juicical, Juicical the, the Musical. musical. By, uh, directed by uh, the world famous TJ Shanoff. Yes, exactly. And uh, yeah, I, we of did. TJ and Dave? Of, it... Oh, no, that's no, TJ no. Jagadass. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, this is TJ yeah. Shanoff. This is TJ Shanoff of. Uh, Ranting about the Chicago Bulls fame. That's yeah. He's a musical. He's yeah, yeah. He's a fucking wonderful guy, and I've worked with him. I've worked with him three times in Second City. First time was with Jusical the Musical, right before I went on the ship. Yes, it is. Literally, were like right. I got hired for the ship, and they're like, "Oh, also, can you go to Nashville (laughs) in a week with Jusical? We're doing a show at the community center there." I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I did with uh, Vanessa, right? No, that was not with Vanessa. That was when I came back. Okay. Um, and then when I came back, I understudied Jusical again and did a show in Novi, Michigan, uh, there. And that was with, uh, a lot of great people, including Vanessa Bear, who is on Saturday Night Live right now, which is who, um, Chris was talking about. And, uh, then I understudied for Rod Blagojevich Superstar, uh, when the show was running at Chicago Shakespeare. Then I, um, then I was in the cast of Rush Limbaugh, the musical, 
uh, when it was running at the ETC stage uh, at Second City. And then at that time, that was that, and that is where our me and Carissa, our stories intersect. Is that was when <laughs> she was called in to audition for a ship, and I was looking for something to do. I was looking for a job to do after Rush Limbaugh the musical wrapped up, and. So there you we decided were. to do the ship together. Yep, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Enough about you. I know, right? Thank God. You won't fucking shut up, <laughs> Kendall. I'm so sorry. This is my life. Oh, Carissa. Yes. Yes, sir. Tell us about yourself. Oh, there's so much to know. How how did how did you end up uh, finding yourself auditioning to be on a cruise ship? Oh, God, the story's long. I grew up in... No, I'm not going to go. Where were you born? Uh, <laughs> I was here. I'm always here in Chicago. You're I'm a Chicago, Chicago native. I'm a Chicago girl. And, um... Ooh, go Cubbies. And, uh, oh, boy. You ha- I had to do it for oh, my mom, boy. who is going to listen to this entire Wowzer. podcast. My hi, mom will listen. Hi, Lori. Hi, Mom. Kevin, are, listen. You, uh, are you like a White Sox No, he's a Mets fan. Am I wrong, babe? Oh, because you are, right? are. No, that makes and sense. And those yeah. goddamn 69 Mets. <laughs> Am I wrong, Kevin? Oh, those goddamn 69 Mets took it away from the Cubs. Uh, That's what my mom always says. That was the first thing her mom Lori said when we met, God. was that she yelled at me for the God 1969 69 Mets. Knocked the Cubs out of contention to go to the World Series. Your yeah. fault, Kevin. I was born in 1980. Well, still Kevin's fault. But it's my fault. That <laughs> That's how it works. It's God 11 years prior. 69 Mets. Tell um, your story. I, I was a Chicago girl. Grew up here. Um, my mom, big fan of the Second City from the time I was born. Took me there way too early. Went there on dates when I was in high school. Knew that knew that this is what I, I wanted to be part of the Second City from like. What did your mom, why is your mom into it? Oh, I don't know. She's a Chicago girl, and she's smart. Uh, she knew that... What's she do for a living? She's a lawyer, and my dad's a doctor, so they're real proud of their comedian daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, just <laughs> beaming. Were either one of them, uh, like, theatrically inclined? Uh, I think my mom was in Annie Get Your Gun in eighth grade. Okay. Like, that's what I remember, but so I can't... So it was hardcore. Like, really hardcore theater people. No, neither of them really... But they took you to Second City. They did. They my mom took to me to it. Second City, introduced me to it. I was on... I remember going on dates there. Second City, I definitely remember as part Is of Second my Second City life. a good date place to go? Hell yeah. Yes. Second Hell City yeah. is a great date because place why? to go. Because why? You get laughed. They, they make you laugh. They, and, and you're you're sitting really close. Oh, yeah. Because, you I mean, you went there, right? They'll pack you in. They'll pack you in. You get to drink a little bit. I mean, not if you're underage. Um, yeah. Not willing, and they'll pack you in, but well within the fire code regulations. Exactly, right. uh, and you're close to your date. You're laughing, and then hearts racing. Hearts yeah. racing. Exciting. Sometimes they interact with the audience. And you're like, exactly. are they going to mess with me? Exactly. Are they going to mess with me? What a great us. date you're going uh, on. We better Second, kiss. Yeah. So we better kiss. We better make yeah. out during the mm-hmm. show. And then um, <laughs> every single time I went as a kid, like during high school, is what I consider a kid. Any any time before high school or before as a kid, um, they do a the third act, mm-hmm. which I constantly thought was special. And so, only for the audience, <laughs> only for the audience I was with. The so third what you're talking act. about is that after they, they, do, they do the first act, they take a break, they do a second act. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know, tonight, would you like to see, you want to stay, we'll do. And then they kind of do, they do stuff an, they're working on. An improvised third act mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. something they're working on, depending on mm-hmm. when you see their show. That's right. And every time I went, it w- they did their third act, like, as oh, they always have. Like, oh, we got it this time. <laughs> this is right. I, I know how to pick them. Uh, oh, every time I go, I get to see the third act. 
Uh, not until I actually uh, worked at Second City and, and took classes at Second City did I realize that 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 is what they do. They was do the third first, act like was that the thing is, mm-hmm. that was exciting to you? I don't. Maybe yeah, I think it was. But I, why? Because you thought it was, it was a special it, thing. Because I think it was special to or me. Because I thought it was special. Was and they were making it up. Like it, it's the improvised third act. So they'll do mm-hmm. like in a Second City show, they'll do a two act show, and it'll be mostly. Um, sketch which mm-hmm. means written um but it's written off of what they have improvised in the past uh that's how they make up a second city show just to go back uh, a second city show is made up of um material that has been improvised played with worked on written down rehearsed and then performed mm-hmm. so uh, and if i'm wrong right so this Kevin this is one of the I things will. people get you know it's hard enough to explain to people the difference between improv and sketch but yes one of the basic philosophies of second city is they teach improv for the purpose of writing sketch exactly very good research kendall excellent job uh yes in in second whereas in io it's improv improv for the purpose of improv right yeah improv is is for the purpose of performance whereas in um second city so when you see the purpose of of a writing tool. and yes. Exactly. And, and then, of course, they do a third act that is improvised. But so. when you go to see a Second City show... Now, this is where I get confused. And I've been living here. I know lots of people doing this stuff. I've interviewed them, and it's still confusing to me. We're going to clear it all up tonight. I So I had, a friend, the, I had a friend in from out of town. Yes. And uh, he was here for very briefly with his girlfriend... And we're like, let's hang out. And they're like, well, you should do something chicago yes. while you're here. I'm like, would you be interested in maybe going to Second City? They're like, yes. I'm like, okay. And we went on a Monday night. Okay. Yes. Now, um, you talked about this in Mandy's, I, in Mandy's series. Yeah, we, we yeah, maybe Kevin we did. Is, is, no, 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 you didn't. You didn't solve talk, it, though. You just talked sure, about it. Yeah. We're, we're pouring wine right now. Um, I apologize to the audience. Fine Australian wine. So, uh, but, uh, yes. So we went and saw... It turns out that what we saw was Torco. That's right. It was the Blue Company. Blue Co. Yes, Blue Co. Torco. Mighty Mighty Blue. Uh, and it was a it was a a wonderful I'm night sure it was of a comedy. Show. Very funny folks uh, in that company. Not as good as Red, but what are you gonna do? Uh, what is it? Kate, Kate, Kate Duffy. Kate Duffy, yeah. Lindsay Haley, Tim Stoltenberg. You can't beat that Mark that, Tim, that Tim guy. Tim oh, Stoltenberg. He's the one that yeah. caught my eye. Uh-oh. That guy's funny. That's Chris a Pataski. very funny group. That's a very yeah. funny group. They were. It was good. Chris Pataski in oh, there. Come on. But I'm sitting there. I, w- I, I buy tickets. Yes. I go to the show. I have no idea what I'm seeing. I knew that I wasn't seeing. I knew they had like show. a new main stage show. Yes. That, um, which we'll talk about because we have to. Called South, South Side of Heaven. Heaven. South Side of Heaven, which I've heard is excellent. Outstanding. We just saw it. It was amazing. It gives me chills review. thinking about it. We'll talk about it in a second, review. but yes. Go but on. I knew we weren't seeing that. We we're not seeing mm-hmm. that. Uh, but the description of it online was sort of. It was sort of like a best of mm-hmm. Second City, I yeah. think is what they. It is. Uh, described it it's as. It's called Best of. Um, uh, Fair and Unbalanced. So it, it wasn't until I ran into uh, someone on... So I, so I ran into Micah. Micah from Philbrook. From Tim and Micah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ran into him on the street on the way in. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see his show. And he's like, oh, it's a Torco. And I'm like, yeah, Torco. Huh? But ah. I had no idea what he was talking <laughs> about. I had no idea what he was talking about. You were just like, yeah, you bet. Um, yeah. You bet, Torco. Yeah, Dan so, Torco is going to be there. <laughs> so, Chris, I've talked to you a little bit about this because I saw you since bit. then. Yes. But so basically, there are these touring companies, mm-hmm. 
And but the thing that was confusing me about it is they don't ever like they don't describe on the website or no. anything that like this is a touring company and this is what's going on. They're just kind of like this is like a collection of sketches. And I would assume sketches. that for you just call it sketches? Sketches. Little you don't skits. call it sketches. sketches. We're better than that. Sketches. Sketches. sketches is uh, I would assume, especially for like my friend or like people, they're just like I would assume that the people coming on a Monday night are mostly out of town people who are here limited or time colleges. they're coming to see or it's like a you know a cheaper Offices. night or yep. something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is yep so maybe it doesn't matter you don't care i mean it was we don't good care. We don't no i shit. mean as far as like understanding exactly no, what you're i get seeing. what you're saying though but uh i was like i want to know more but i want to yes. know what what the deal with this is i'm i'm there at the main stage the there's main. there's like a million stages at Second City now. There are four, four, so a million, oh. really close to a million, and there's soon to be five. There's two main, yeah. There's two soon to be five of the main stages, and then uh, the Donnie Skybox. Donnie Skybox. And so let's Martin Demont. Demont. So let's just break it down. Sure, right let's here. break it down. Kick it. This is gonna. <laughs> let's kick. There, there are theatrical. Oh my gosh! Now we're getting real this productions, right? Oh, they should have called in somebody more qualified for this one. <laughs> we're totally qualified. <laughs> oh boy. So okay, there's. I'll break it down because I got this. I'm too okay. drunk. Go ahead. There is um, the main stage. The cast, main stage, which is which performs Tuesday through Sunday night. Uh-huh. Um, that's the main stage. Then there's the ETC cast, which is what does ETC stand for? It well, is it's it, it's just the it next et stage, etc. Ensemble theater equal, company. No, it's what is et ETC? It, it means nothing other than an equal cast. Of of players, it's just another equal theater. Equal to the it main does stage. Not stand, it does not stand yeah. for anything other than an etc. Stage, another stage where amazing theater happens. Okay. Um, they don't want to like say this is the better one. This is the least. Okay, but the main the it's the, just called the main stage cast. The main stage the main cast stage. and the etc. Cast they are performing completely original sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, where mm-hmm. they have written. Um, performed, uh, just produced this amazing uh, show, which they have. They it's it's an original show, both the main yeah. stage and the ETC cast. A, a, an example on. of yes. the et like the quali- qualitative. That was another thing in the box office that we had to answer a lot. Right, is people would like people were like, what should we go see? Yeah, or what it, is this? Yeah, is yeah, ETC absolutely. mean second it's best? Like, oh, I have tickets for yeah, exactly. Like I have tickets for uh, there was a show called Pants on Fire when I was working there that was just phenomenal. Yes, and uh, I was Love like, that. oh, we have that on the ETC stage. That's in, and they're like, oh, that's not. They're not like as good, is it? And it's like, listen, motherfucker, those people are just as good, and they put in just as much time, and you couldn't. <laughs> and then you get fired. And then, yeah, because you're all not allowed to call. Like, why are you calling me a motherfucker? Yeah, John from Topeka to just wants to know. He doesn't want to be called a motherfucker. Weird. Um, so, but the as an example of like the qualitative thing, the ETC show that was they just went into process to to start to produce their their brand new show. Yes. The show before that it was called Absolute Best Friggin' Time of Your Life, ran for three hundred and fifty days. And which that is, a is record, I think. Yeah, it's which if it's long. not if it's not the record for the longest show at Second City, it's pretty fucking close. Mm-hmm. The normal Second it's City scary. review doesn't run anywhere close to three hundred. And it runs days. that long because it's, it's so popular. They, yes, they sold tickets hand over fist for that show. So when it was when so they good. have a show, a uh, new show, is there a certain time where like? It sells a lot at first, and then like, are there is there an audience here who's kind of like, okay, we've seen that, now we're waiting for the next show. Um, I mean, of course, in any like as a, a Chicago theater audience, you're constantly like, okay, I saw it, now what's next? Right. But with these shows, like, and especially with the Second City, which is such a 
brand, which is such a, a historical value, anyone who comes in town is going to see it. We're, uh, like Second City is such a yeah. a tourist attraction as well. So they're like they have like people from like around the world coming to see their mm-hmm. shows, and mm-hmm. like even now we saw um, South Side of Heaven. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. South Side of Heaven. Like um, two weeks ago. Yeah, I we are already set to see it again in another two weeks, and then like I will see that show a million times just because it's so well done as a, as a, a a complete show, and and that's the same way we were with Absolute Big. Uh, absolute best freaking time of your life it's so well done you will see that show as a chicago theater goer over and over and over yeah yeah it's it's in the it, there's shows that have been here forever kind of like too much light make the baby go blind but that new, changes new or futurists uh new. even with inf- it even with it's a little different with improv cause, and improvised shows but you know because you know they're going to be different based on suggestion but things like uh the armando diaz at io on monday tj and dave on wednesday that's tj jagodowski right. and, and uh, uh baby wants candy at the apollo like you know that you're going to get a good like you've seen you could have seen them six times before but you know the seventh time you go it's it's going to be just as good just because the people in it are exceptional and well, and, and yeah. yeah okay yeah okay yeah. sorry okay so that's the main stage etc they're equal cast and is the etc perform on the main stage or is it no, a separate they have theater? a separate theater, separate theater. Mm-hmm. called mm-hmm. the oh, etc theater yeah. and the they oh. actually only they do not perform tuesday through sunday they perform thursday, thursday. through sunday sure. um so i i mean that's just a, okay so you schedule. got the main stage cast you got the etc cast yes so those are the two big they, casts yeah, and, and they're doing original sketch okay. comedy. And, and in with those casts, are there uh, are there also writers that aren't in the cast? No, they're or all the performers. Performers and, and, are all writers yeah. as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. performers, writers, everything. Performers, writers, and the only person who's contributing, uh, the only people that are contributing other than that are the musical director and the director itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's like. Why, that's where you why, be. why aren't there uh, writers that aren't performers? When you're hired on for Second City, especially when you're hired for either of those stages, you're hired as a writer and a performer. You're hired to write your to own material. And, to, and is and, that because of the improv? Uh, yep. the, to the ensemble, the ensemble nature of the, it's the purpose of putting together a particular ensemble of people so that they create the show that they're going to do. Okay. Uh, and and and. When they are in process, they will improvise uh, as a cast. Normally, uh, as uh, when they when they go into a run in that third act, they can invite people up on stage to improvise with them. People who work at Second City or in town or anything like that. But when they're in process, it's that's locked down. They improvise as those six people on stage in the effort to generate material that they can then so that they can mm-hmm. write and create on their when own. When they're in process, is that? Closed door or is that with an audience? They it's, do. Uh, it's audi- it's an yeah. Audience. They uh, what'll happen is the, um, so like I was mentioning with etc uh, the absolute show uh, closed and now they're in process. What'll happen is they'll continue doing sketches from the previous show, but not all of them. They'll start to take sketches out of that running order and start to uh, start to insert original material that the cast is working on or insert improv um, improvised. Mm-hmm moments for them to improvise and create new material and so if i wanted to go yes. see etc right now this would be the time to see it they're in process they're, yeah. and how process. do you know that as a potential theater goer they tell you they They'll tell, tell you, you that it's you, an in-process yeah. show does it it'll literally say previews like when, for the if it's the if it was the 95th review 
uh, the main stage just the main stage 99th. just opened their 99th, mm-hmm. so it'll say that it's in, 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 previews for their 99th review. But interesting. So this is if if there's anybody listening right now, which there obviously is I'm millions li- of I mean, obviously I'm millions of people living. Millions. There of are millions of people living, living yeah. and listening. I've drank this Maybe whole bottle by myself. Kevin's Who's talked to a lot. Say? I just At least in drinking. China alone. But what I'm saying, if if you're listening right now, and you're just listening to my beautiful voice, what I'm oh saying boy, is Delilah. go. Oh, I'm so Delilah. Go see the ETC review right now if you want to see what an in process show looks like because it is an amazing beast to watch. <laughs> Ah, what it, a great! That's a, an, a, a beast a, a in a beautiful awesome way. Description. I'm not trying to be. It's a, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. a beautiful beast of a, of, of. You can see it now. You can see production. it in three weeks. You can see it at the opening, and then just see like, oh, look how far. Like, look where they went to. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you didn't use that. And I'm yeah. only saying that because I've seen so many. Yeah. Because I, I used to work at Second City, much like Kevin. And from the outside, you'll notice the process that takes over performers in pro- when they're. Uh, putting together a new show is all consuming mm-hmm. i'll have friends in the show like well we're not going to see him for a while well he's in process he's got a or you know oh well she uh, oh we're having a party yeah she's not going to be here why well she's in process so when they're done she's got to go home and work on the show yeah. so they, what's the work when you go home uh writing uh you'll get this uh you just get these writing assignments of sketches that you notice the stuff that you've you've improvised that has potential that you can sit mm-hmm. down and write down. There's also things that you write independent of the improv- in, improvised brain, process that you're bringing yeah. in. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they they hire people who are very who are going who are going to be ridiculously responsible for their own material. You know, writing it and performing it. That's why there's no outside writers yeah. or staff or anything like that. Okay. Um, it's very personal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Th- that's what's so wonderful about the main stage show that's up right now. It's it's. This extreme—you can absolutely see the imprint of all of the people that are in the show, uh, on the show itself. Mm-hmm. So it's this wonderful ensemble effort, but you also see where the individuals in itself shine. So that's main stage etc. Yes. Then beyond that, there's yes. also the Torco, which is the three groups. Yes, yes that's right. Those that's groups right. perform best of material from every review that there has been. So you, we just said that there are 99 reviews of mm. Second City on the of main, the main stage, stage alone. Alone. Yeah. And then there were, I don't know, I'm sorry, I feel embarrassed that I don't know how many reviews there were. I, could, I couldn't tell you. For the ETC, the ETC, I don't know what number they're, they're on. I'm, I don't know how many they're on on the ETC. But um, reviews mean that you can choose any of the sketches from within them yeah. to take to each of these. And... Beyond that, I know that the each Torco writes for themselves. Yep, that's right. Yeah, it's a it's a combination of all this archive material that they have to pull from, and that's part of the the appeal of one doing the show uh, that of uh, being a performer in it, and two of of selling it to a theater or a place that we're going to be performing is it's these sketches that are written by. Uh, Steve Carell, Steve Colbert, Tina Fey, um, Rachel Tratch, Rachel Dratch, uh, Belushi, all, all like George Wayne, yeah, all, all everybody these, in the world. You know, you have these. We have sketches in you know in our running order uh, that are, were created specifically by Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert and the cast that they were a part of. Paul Danilo, Amy Sedaris, people like that. We could sit here and just name the people who yeah. wrote sketches. And on top of that, the great thing in the touring company on top of that is that it, there's also this opportunity to write original material and work cons- constantly be in process, constantly bring in um, uh, 
ways to improvise within the show, constantly bringing sketches for us to try out and perform. And a lot of the times on our Monday shows, uh, if we're not, which you saw, which which is what you saw, if we're not improvise, if we're not specifically improvising for the purpose of of improvising for a crowd for uh, for that, um, you'll see original sketches that the members of that company have written. And often, often it'll be six or seven of those sketches that the company has written and then we'll improvise at the yeah. end. Yeah. So you'll see a best... What you saw is what... This is what I'm assuming is what you saw was the best of show which they have titled at Second City Fair un- and Unbalanced. Yeah, yep, that is that's what right. it was. Yep. That's the one you that's saw. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's a best of. And each of the Torcos, blue, green, red, are different. So if so, you went to see another Monday night show... It would be different than the one you saw. Okay. And it would be a different That's cast. Right. Yeah. They different rotate cast, different running order. every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third act, which I, as a child, thought it was a special actress <laughs> for Carissa Brecca. Like, this is my act. It's I, Every time I come, they just do a special act for me. Is um, every week, unfortunately, <laughs> right. and every day. So that girl's here. Improvise the third act. They'll so improvise I saw you. Blue Co. Yes. If I saw Blue Co. again, again they probably do the same show except for the third act maybe, maybe not maybe not it depends if is you see constant, them if you see them in, yeah it's a constant change if you see them in chicago maybe if you see them in back-to-back weeks they might mm-hmm. do the same running order except for the third act but if you, you might see them one week and then they're not home for three four three, weeks four weeks they'll change five weeks uh the running order will change there'll be more original You'll stuff see in. a mostly and when same show though. when people get on the torco yes do you sign like a contract for a certain amount of time or something, nope. or is it just kind of like it's you're there until uh, you get fired? Again. Until... Or we're just waiting for him to get fired. <laughs> you're there until you call somebody from Kansas a motherfucker over the phone. And, and then... so like the you're in Redco, right? Mm-hmm. That's and right. then uh, so everybody that's in Redco have they been in there different lengths of time? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Um, there was because the main sta- because the two because main... do they farm. Like yes. people up to the main stage, exactly. Or ETC exactly. That's from. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. They farm. They farm directly from Torco. Uh, they. That's what just happened. I was. Um, a lot of red got pulled. A lot. Yeah. La, one of the Which fellas. Means red's the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a red girlfriend. Well, they used to. Be <laughs> I'm a red girlfriend. Now, yeah, now oh, they're now nothing. It's a shit show. They're, they're, please. <laughs> no. This is Kevin Starter guy in there. It's all fart jokes and British accents. The guy's a hack. Uh, they're they're yeah. They'll farm people up from touring company. Uh, so the t- the two two and a half months that I've been uh, that I've been full time on Redco, uh, we gone. They, through pretty significant cast changes. Uh, so there's two senior m- members right now, and then myself and two other people have just joined in the past two months to three weeks. We just, we were, uh, a lady by the name of Jessica Joy was touring with us, and she just got farmed up to the ETC stage, so she's in process with them. And then we got a new member to replace her, a lady and by the name of Cecily Strong. And before that... There was Edgar Blackman. Right. Before that, there was Edgar Blackman. And then, it was even before, I didn't even get to tour with Edgar. He got farmed up to main stage. And uh, then we got a new member to replace him. So we are a fair... Aside from, um, aside from two members of the company, it's a fairly new cast of people. Yeah, And it's something you deal with in touring company. And, uh, you know... At any point, like people could, and it, even if people don't go on to main stage, you know, people yeah. just move on. And, and so, like when you were brought in to Redco, mm-hmm. did they say, okay, well, these are the sketches that we're doing 
this is the part the guy yes. you used to do is doing you can do this now or mm-hmm. do you kind of like mix it up more from that or is it, i'm sure it's probably maybe a combination of those things traditionally it is when they first bring you in uh, learn these parts it is as straightforward as possible i replace uh, the guy i was replacing this guy ross bryant who's a wonderful performer um he left and it was like okay ross was doing this either do you know that part how how long will it take you to learn that part and by how long it is take is like learn that part by thursday you're like mm-hmm. okay great so they try to keep it as even keel as they can uh, as far as you just learning new stuff and then getting up, just so that you can perform the first couple of shows you have and not worry about everybody learning a brand new sketch. You know, right. you, they try there's to... enough stuff going on yes. that exactly. one person in the dark is good enough. Exactly. <laughs> and when I came into Red, there were two new people coming in, so not they were not only putting in me, um, they were putting in a, a second gentleman. So it was very. This guy's taking over for this. This guy's taking over for this. Let's keep it. Let's try to keep it as stable as possible. And then when you get your feet set enough as an ensemble yeah. and together, that's when traditionally it's good to start moving sketches get around, started. get new sketches from the archive and put them into the running. And, order. and this archive that you speak of, how do you access that database? It is it's literally the largest database ever. It is yeah. the poor the poor interns, and it is literally a cabinet filled to, filled. I'm not going to tell you where it is because that's a secret national Secrets. treasure. Um, and it is filled it really with is. binders that have the original that have the scripts from that show. And and here's the the worst part about it. And I'm I and I am just speaking from like I, I feel bad for the interns thing. Uh, they are told go find a sketch called. Uh, what what was the one in uh, in our show? Um, that in, on the boat we had to do. It was um, you and me, and we were. Sh- shower. Uh, nope, the other one, the first boat one we did, and they always pull the wrong sketch because they're outsourced. Al- outsourced. There's always sketches called the same thing. All right. Outsourced yeah. was the one that we yeah yeah were in. So they are. Always double named. They so are, how did you know about, like, how do you know about it initially to ask for it? They just, they, the director knows what the he director wants. director yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And says, yeah. go find outsourced. And then this poor intern is sent to this cabinet. Okay. And there is three or four sketches called outsourced. And mm-hmm. this poor mm-hmm. intern mm-hmm. is sent to be like, I guess this is the one they mean. Yeah, I, I always, I, I this is me giving, giving the props to the interns. Right. Interns uh, and stage managers. Interns and stage managers. God bless them both. Yeah. They are they are the unsung heroes of Second City, um, but yes. So there are literally thousands of sketches from from the main stages of both Chicago and Toronto. Yeah, which oh, we haven't okay. even talked about yet. Yeah, yeah, the theater up in Toronto. I've been I've been to the Toronto. Yeah, Second yeah. City. The fire, we were fire? just let yeah. the yeah uh, the fire hall. Fire hall. Yeah, I don't know. What to uh, I was trying to know something. The, I was there uh, during Toronto Sketch Fest. Yes. Nice. So nice. Very nice. They. Again, that's another main stage. So you can, whatever comes out of so, that is another. We were just looking at, last rehearsal I was at for Redco, we were just looking at sketches from the, from a, Tor- in, from two Toronto main in stages. And I love, so. we did a bunch of sketches from. Okay, yep. so uh, that basic operating Sorry, procedure that you're talking about with Torco, is that applied to the cruise ships as well then? Yes. The, uh, or Boat Co. Boat Co, very boat co, good. Look at co, you. Is there more than one Boat Co? Yes, sure there's is. six. 
Six seven? or seven at any particular moment. Six or seven, depending on if anybody's in uh, Europe. Uh, with with the Epic, which is the new ship, it used to be seven, and now they're going to Europe in the next two months. Months, so I think it goes back to six, six for a while. Yeah. Um, six boat co's are out at any time. So there's three tour co's, two main stages in Chicago alone, one in Toronto, six to seven boat co's, and then. Patch Co., which we haven't even touched on, and then the theatricals. You are looking at a lot of Second City work. So uh, the quick explanation of Patch Co. is that Patch if Co. they get a request out of town or something mm-hmm. for a group but the Torcos are all busy, they'll throw Patch one together. Work, uh, there a you group go. Together. That's yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. yep. That's what it is. Patch Co. Good job, yeah, Kendall. Well nicely done. done. All right. I'm getting this figured yes, out. Yes, you are. So, well so three uh, Torcos, a Patch Co., Two main stages in Chicago, one in Toronto. Okay, so if you're if you're uh, interested in being a sketch comedian, sounds like it's pretty easy. Oh my god, <laughs> I love you so much. It is. It is just uh, literally just you show just up. Show up. You fall off. What's, you what fall is, off I, a turnip truck in this what town. What is the competition like for these? This is so jobs. funny that you say this. This is mm. these are the question. This is one of the questions that we got on the boat. The competition on, for yeah, the competition for these jobs is. Delightfully brutal. It's and delight- insane. Delightfully brutal in that there are a lot of people who are working for jobs at Second City, but I have never encountered anyone that I'm working uh, against. Against. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, any of the auditions that I've ever done have always been with people that I've been working with in the community itself. Any of the jobs that I've been going for, uh, I've always been working with people. Uh, who have that the Chicago improv and sketch scene in particular it's, it's just this big gelatinous group of that makes it sound gross it does but it's just this group of people who like understand that we're understand the ensemble aspect of it so I've never met anybody who was really cutthroat or like a dick to me or anything like that um, I hope I'm not no you're not forgetting anything um, uh, as far as like I've horror stories from friends of mine who work in LA or New York outside of the community as, uh, just auditioning for movies and television mm-hmm. straight theater and things like that even a buddy of mine in Chicago was auditioning for a commercial and it w- he was there with, uh, and he had to audition and read across from a guy who wasn't an improviser and this is by no means an indictment of everyone who's not an improviser but the guy was like a complete showed as far as calling out what my friend was wearing being real prickish about the way he was saying things just little snippy bitchy bullshit things that actors are reputed to do nonstop uh in when we're trying to get paying gigs f- uh, around one another, I've never encountered, literally never encountered in the now nine years that I've been here in Chicago. So it's a good, it's a good scene here. It's, it's a, a great, great scene. I will say this. Yeah. Uh, when I, I went to college in Milwaukee, not that that is far from Chicago. Ayo. Ayo, Milwaukee. Uh, Chicago was always comedy. New York is where you went for theater and LA is where you went for movies and TV. Comedy is in Chicago. And if you want to do comedy, you go to Chicago because mm-hmm. that is where the best people are going to teach you. The best people are going to perform with you. The best uh, theaters are. Yeah. You go to Chicago. And I'm sorry, again, if you want to yell at me, if you're in New York or L.A., you're wrong. But a lot. I mean, but, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And a lot of the best places to receive training in comedy 
in the, what we do in New York and L.A. were founded by and run, are, are currently run by people who are from Chicago. Chicago is the place that you'd want to go to. If, you were, if you're out there and you want to learn comedy, come yeah. to Chicago. Okay, so I really want to talk about the boat experience. Boats, boats, Real quick boats, before boats, that. Boats. Yeah, boats and While you're talking about this, like, training. Yes. and now, like, uh So, current Saturday Night Live cast, Vanessa Bayer. Vanessa mm-hmm. Bayer, mm-hmm. Paul. Paul Britton. Paul Britton. Both... From Chicago, <laughs> yes. just added. Yes. Yes. Now they were, so they were like, uh, were they more IO people no. than Second City people, or what's? I mean, Paul. Paul was, uh, uh, yeah. I think, I think but, Paul and actually, I'll say Paul and Vanessa on. both worked in both theater. They had they their were doing feet in both theaters, which is very common. Like yeah. everybody, yeah, 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 yeah. The people yeah. here. Most people who are really serious about stuff here, they do training all and over. stuff. It, we they all cross train for sure. And it, yeah, and also yeah. at places like the Annoyance and Comedy. I went I that. met Vanessa at the Annoyance. Yeah. We went through our classes together oh, at the yeah. Annoyance. Yeah, as soon as I was saying Paul's name and trying to figure out which one he was at more, I realized like, oh, but then he was also doing this at Second I auditioned City and things with, like that. I actually auditioned with Paul for my first boat co audition. He was auditioning for boats too. And right when he got hired for Saturday Night Life. He was also set to be on the Epic. Am I wrong? Yeah, he was in line. Yeah, he was in line to go over to another the, boat. Yeah. To go, so yeah, I mean, everyone's ship. always kind of like. So they're both from the Chicago scene, and then mm-hmm. aren't there also some writers? Saturday oh yeah, Night absolutely. Yeah. So what are the what's the deal with the writers? Because were they performers? Yep. And then they, but they got hired for Saturday Night Live as writers. As writers, but they yeah. performed and wrote when they were here. Exactly. Three of the okay. most recent hires were Pat O'Brien. Shelly Gossman and Tom Flanagan. Uh, Shelly and Pat were, were both, both on main stage, and Tom was on ETC. Yes. Uh, and they and they were writers and performers, and they got hired as as writers specifically for, for Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all exceptionally They're funny so people good. too. They're ex- excellent, mean to like wonderful people. Ass, yeah. Really fucking good. Um. So is that? I know Saturday Night Live is this sort of um, thing that inspires a lot of people to mm-hmm. do this in the first place mm-hmm. because it's very visible. Yeah, right. uh, absolutely. If you're not from Chicago, you're maybe not even exposed to sketch comedy other than Saturday. something yeah. like yeah, Saturday Night Live. So is, is that the kind of thing that drove either of you to be doing what you're doing? With- I think most people who come to Chicago, I think, I mean, I'm sure with Kevin, I know that Kevin, I mean, I've heard of Kevin's love for the Saturday Night Live. Absolutely. And I, I think everybody has this certain, like, yeah. place, even if they won't admit it, place in the back of their heart. Like, yeah. I want to be on Saturday Night Live. But. Yeah. Saturday Night Live is a lighthouse that sort of pulls you into the rocky shore of sketch comedy. It's, I remember being 10. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, Sarah, and one, watching, just getting into, one of the things I got to stay up and watch, I got to stay up and watch MacGyver. I got to stay up and watch in, in Living Color on Fox and Saturday Night Live on Saturdays. And um, MacGruber is kind of a combination. MacGruber is yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very, yeah, absolutely, finally, absolutely. Thank famous. God, thank God they finally combined all those things. I can now die in peace. Uh, but Saturday Night Live, I remember being ten and Nick at Night started rerunning. Yes. Old Saturday Night Lives, starting with the first episode mm-hmm. of the first season. Uh, I watched that too. And my fan, yeah, my family had a party at my aunt and uncle's condo because they were rerunning the original season of Saturday Night Live, and the kids got to come. We got to watch. You like, you got it. We're all gonna go. We're all gonna go to Karen Joe's. We're all gonna watch this. You have to see. It's John Belushi. It's Dan Aykroyd. It's all. It's Gilda Radner. It's all these people. We're good. And that was my first 
I knew Saturday Night Live was funny when I was 10 just because of like, oh, that guy's saying things that are funny. Got it. Mm-hmm. Get it. I'm laughing at that. Even if I didn't understand the, the references, I still knew like that those were funny people. Uh, but then it was when that happened that I knew that it was this real cultural linchpin in the United States. And it is the most, by I mean, far and away, the most visible sketch comedy exposure you can get. And from that, I got drawn into things like Kids in the Hall, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Uh, comedy Central started running stuff like the uh, uh, Exit 57. Yes. And uh, MTV had The State. The State. Man, I forgot which, about Exit 57. Right? Exit 57, right? And the cast they had on was Redig Colbert and Sedaris and Paul Danello. They were all on that show. So, and then, uh, so, and then, you know, The State, the State on MTV, yeah. I was, you know, I watched that show religiously uh mr show with bob and david uh on hbo started coming like when i was in high school so but all of that i mean all of that was meshes together was to make you mesh together because of the of the big beak in a saturday night live um and then also the another thing that i got to see when i was young was sctv i would see reruns yes. late night on new york television and it was the John Candy, Rick Moranis, Eugene Levy, mm, uh, Eugene Levy, Levy yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Get to see there, and theirs was it was it was it was like a like that Exit Fifty Seven style where it wasn't uh, in front of a live audience. They would they would tape those sketches and then show it like a like a full long form show. Um, SCTV for those who don't know is Second City TV, which was out, out of, of Canada. Um, Canada. Yeah, out of the Canada. John Candy and all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a great combination of all. Why those. was it out of Canada? They got the that's, TV deal. Yeah, that's just kind of how where it, the TV deal is. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a more specific story. And what what city get... out of Canada was, was Toronto? Right? Toronto, yeah, that's where yeah, where Second Toronto. City was. They were shooting in Ontario. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Ontario. Yeah. You can get those uh, episodes too now. Uh, I I just ordered them off of um, Amazon on the DVD. On the DVDs, you, sure can. Uh, you can get all of them, but I'm they're sure, fantastic. They're just old school Second City. Is Exit Fifty Seven on DVD? If it's not, it should be. I don't know. Hmm. I just ordered Second City TV off of Amazon. I will find out for you, Kendall. All right, let me we'll know. do a double. We'll do another show. The, about put it this. in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. In your show notes. <laughs> the show notes. I mean, I'd say on Comedy Central was a time where it was like the vacant lot and Kids yeah. in the Hall. Yeah, and, Kids in the Hall and Exit Fifty Seven were all running concurrently. I don't think there's any. There's no sketch shows other than the Colbert Report and the Daily Show on Comedy Central right uh, now. Well, oh, the days. I mean, they had that. Um, What's that guy? Dave Who's Chappelle that show? guy? You know the guy. Uh, Who's that guy? Kendall? Uh, Dave Chappelle? No, no. Recently, the guy. Uh, Carlos Mencia. Oh, who's that guy? That guy. Kendall, you know that Kendall. one guy. That oh, young fellow. You know Reno. Kendall. You know Reno Nine One One. Yeah. The guy who would be oh, the him. roller skating guy. Oh, Nick Schwartz. Yeah, Nick Schwartz. I didn't see time. Yeah, I yeah. I was there. You go. We were I on didn't the see sh- a show. I haven't seen the show yet. We were on the ship when his show started. Yeah. Again, yeah. with the ship, you're on a ship and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. If we're talking about Comedy Central, though, can I can I just pitch a show? Can I just push a show yeah. real quick? Tell your listeners. It. Workaholics. Um, it's on Wednesday it's a nights. New one. Mm-hmm. It's new. It's after uh, South Park. Mm-hmm. I suggest it highly. Is it a sketch uh, show? There, it's not a sketch show. It's, it's a. It's like a, a sitcom. Okay. It's with um, Second City alum Mary Beth Monroe, and she is fantastic. A big. I'm a big supporter of the Mary Beth Monroe. All right. Can I? I'm just we'll gonna check it out. She's also uh, one of the writers of I Love. Sex in the Second City version 2.0. Starring? Starring Mary Beth Monroe. And? And Jim Carlson. And? 
uh, Kirk Hanley. And also Chris Brock. Hell yeah! Oh. I see how it goes. Kariha Barejo. Kariha Barejo. But I'm just saying. That's Kevin Korkager guy. Yeah, I'm dating that. Kevin Scarato. Kevin Scarato. (laughs) Me and him. Big fan. But I'm just saying. Workaholics. Workaholics. Wednesday nights. Uh, you know, I've Very seen funny. commercials for that, and I've been Very like, I funny. don't know if I'm ready to take on it's another show. It's time to take on the show. Get some I'm popcorn. I'm still catching up on Bob's Burgers. <laughs> no. and- like a dad trying to decide if he's going to adopt another kid. I don't know at the time. And it's, Grandpa know. Kendall, oh, get your popcorn out. I'll buy you a bottle of wine. See, the thing is, we'll show up with some and it's, fine it's so hard to say with the Australian. Comedy Central. They put on, Shiraz. you know, it's like they put on the Michael and Michael have issues, they and do, then you fall in love, and then they take it away. They just got hired for the next season, so uh, season one and two are renewed. in. I'm just are saying. Break, is this breaking this is my. This is a little bit of breaking <laughs> anybody news. anybody know? This was broken today. <laughs> this was broken news today. Oh, I'm very man. proud. I gotta get this thing posted ASAP. Can't you? Can we? Oh God! <laughs> this is huge news. Workaholics Wednesday nights. We'll Comedy find out Central. about if any of this is breaking news or any of our Second City stuff is factual. Because if it's not, I'll be fired. We will know first. <laughs> we I'll will be told. We cannot <laughs> be. Just safe. show for a rehearsal on Monday and be like, Oh pack, no, Kevin's fired. Pack up your stuff. It's Does okay Second City have like a PR a person? Job. They oh yeah, like they a, have, I was in PR oh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That some of, oh, there's a job. Is that how no, businesses no. operate? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> real businesses operate. PR people. There is a, there is somebody who works in Second City who once you put this on Facebook and if you ever if you even tag it Second City oh, anything Second and you will I'm, I'm looking for trouble. Okay. Hell yeah, you tag it. Um, Krista and Kevin it. talk about Second City. They will immediately send this to like the head people at Second City. Well, do you know their names? The head people at Second City. I know everybody's name is Second City. Right. I mean, do we need to start wanna, naming them? Should we do a shout Kevin, out? Kevin, you do it. <laughs> shout a shout yeah, you out. You shout out because I don't want to get in trouble. I was always going to do it like uh, mid '90s hip hop yeah, New York midnight, station style. Midnight. I won't do that because that's offensive because I'm a white individual. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm talking about you. Yeah. No, 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 do it uh, we'll do, they're going to listen, so they're going to be but like, see, what? now you start doing this, oh, boy. you're putting yourself at shout risk out. of forgetting somebody. We cannot be right. fired. Yeah. I don't know. Have me name all these people so that I can get fired. Uh, it's uh, all the who's pre- gonna listen to this? All of them. <laughs> all of them. If what we get say, yeah. if we say something, yeah, awful. Yeah. Which we only well, said wonderful you know complimentary things. Yeah, depending on what you say, you probably get more or less of them to listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if I start saying bad stuff, all of them will listen. We've only said good stuff, so only the interns will listen. Yeah. Which we thank you for interns. We yeah. love you. This next half hour is just people at Second City we fucking hate. Oh. <laughs> Which don't exist. <laughs> Hire Carissa Barretta back. <laughs> I see Carissa trying to distance herself from your attack. I don't need I got a tax. I need, I need Kevin sort of way I'm do all insult comedy oh, from no. now on. Oh, no, be like a male so. Lisa Lampanelli. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> but yes. Uh, what were we talking about? Boatco? Cruise ship. Boat yeah, Boatco. Cruise ship. How long? Is so when, when you're on the boat. Boatco. How long are the cruises? Uh, four months. We're on for four, four months. to five months. Four to five months. Yeah. Okay. yeah, a four to five month contract, depending. So you get on to what go cool are. places. Hell yeah! Hells yeah. Hell yeah! Well, our first contract, I think, is the coolest contract in the fleet, motherfuckers. It's the New York to 
Orlando contract. Holla. Deal with it, motherfucker. Florida? You get yeah. to go to Orlando. You get to go to Orlando. That's where the uh, Disney World is. Yeah. Not to be confused with Disneyland. Exactly. No. no, and actually you are not at Disney World when you park in park. I'm going to call it park. Park. You park your boat. You park your boat in Orlando, which you are not in Orlando. You're in Port Canaveral. You have to buy them space shuttles. Yeah. You uh. are actually closer to NASA, but they call it Orlando. They're lying. <laughs> See, this is what you get fired for. Right this is a bottle of wine. <laughs> bottle of wine. I will say this. Um, I that was my one of my favorite stops. Absolutely, Orlando, uh, Port Canaveral. Port, Port Canaveral. Canaveral, Daddy. We would go to Merritt Island Mall, uh, which had a Books a Million you and a Chick Fil A. You'll ever want to go get an iced coffee and then some Chick Fil A? Oh, Girl, you said you're selling. Set. You're selling me on it. But we also could go to Cocoa Beach. Have you ever heard of Cocoa Beach? <laughs> Do they have a Chick Fil A? They had nearby <laughs> a very nearby Chick Fil A at Cocoa Beach. You could just ride the Merritt Island shuttle, which yep. was called. Kevin, do you remember? What was our shuttle called? Oh, my God. <gasps> the Merritt Island shuttle? Oh, he doesn't remember the shuttle. What's it called? Yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, but Kate Cohen <laughs> and John Lewis will remember the Merritt Island shuttle Good. mall. Well, thank God they're here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it was this little bus you got on. You could ride it to the to the beach or the mall. And we'd always ride it to the mall because that was where the internet was. And uh. if you didn't have a show that night, which we did, you could ride it to the Disney World. Um, or the just, Disney World. Yeah. That's what they call it. Or the it. Kennedy Space or Center. Or the Kennedy Space Center. Oh. Or the uh, Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a show on the night of Disney World, so um, we'd have to come back early. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the mall and buy our magazines. We would buy some magazines and we'd do our internets and eat did the you get mail on the You get mail on the boat? That's an excellent question. We were very lucky. When we were, uh, when we were on the first ship on the Jewel... Uh, we were uh, we were we were out of Manhattan. That was our home port. So any mail that we got got sent to my mom's house. Yeah. And then she got to drive from Queens into Manhattan. Yeah. To one have a lovely day with us in New York City, Who and then also give us, us our and also give us our mail. Yeah. So when you're saying you have like a four or five month contract contract, mm-hmm. but how long is each cruise? Oh, uh, that one was seven days. Seven days. Uh huh. Seven that, days yeah. of sailing. So we'd leave a Sunday to Sunday. Saturday to Saturday? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and look at you for that. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then, so when you would go to, did you go international places? Not they, us. Not on that uh, one. So we'd go from, here's our schedule. We'd leave on, is it Saturday, honey? I'm we'll say, yeah, Saturday. We'll say it's Saturday. Saturday. That's we'd I leave remember. on Saturday. On Saturday, we'd come to New York on the Jewel, the beautiful Norwegian Jewel. It was a beautiful ship. And it is a beautiful ship. So if you're ever thinking of going on a, Cruise, go on the Norwegian Jewel or Pearl. Uh, Jewel would come to the New Yorks at uh, Saturday. We'd be there until about 3 to 4 p.m., everyone on the ship. Then we would travel on the seas on Sunday. On Monday, we would be uh, at uh, Port Canaveral. Uh, you could go then go to Disney World, Universal Studios, or Merritt Island Mall, where we would go. That night, you would see the Second City Show. Uh, the next day, you would be at sea. Mm-hmm. The next day, you would be at Nassau, mm-hmm. which is a Bahama. A Bahamian island. A Bahamian island, where, oh. where Atlantis is. Uh, you could go to the beaches. The lost, yes, lost, the city, lost of city of Atlantis. They is, raised it and made it a resort is, and casino. Where Oprah sound, loves. Doesn't sound lost to Oprah me. Oprah loves going <laughs> to Atlantis. And then and the Aquaman. last two days of the cruise, you were at sea again. 
I believe we only hit two islands though. We went to the private island. Oh, as the well. private island. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. I missed that one. The mm-hmm. private island is an island that is owned by Norwegian, mm-hmm. the Norwegian Cruise Lines, which mm-hmm. is called Great Stirrup K. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you would go there as well. What do you do there? You could do whatever you want. It's yeah, like a, private so island, like beaches and There's stuff. A, it is a beach. You hunted most dangerous game of nope. all. Man, nope. What? I did. That was my excursion. Nope. Yeah, wow. I bow hunted a, a hobo. Beach. Do yep. you do that on a nope. zip line? Yeah, nope. I zip lined with a crossbow and then I shot a hobo. Norwegian cruise I have lines. I've mounted in our living room. I uh, will just say right now <laughs> for Norwegian yeah. cruise lines, it was a beautiful island yeah. and it's becoming even more beautiful because they've updated it. Fifty-five bucks, they give you a shotgun. Nope, you that's not true. Whatever you want. Not true. Private island, brother. What is this update? International water. They've made a, a bigger private island. How do they make the island bigger? The island Hobo was... Blood. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> the island <laughs> Hemoglobin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The island was bigger. I mean, the island was big as it started with, but um, is bigger because they cut down some of the, the bush. That does not make an island oh, bigger. No, I mean, but it makes the, the travelable... <laughs> certainly places. does expose more of it. Yeah, it exposes <laughs> okay. more to the public, They've I think. They've exposed more of the less, island. Less of it is, is dangerous now. Okay. You can go on Killed it. all them hobos. No, there's no hobos on the island. It's I a beautiful not anymore. island. Not, not anymore. Not after all that I hunted them. Oh, Jesus Christ. With my crossbow. Wow, I might want to work again for the Norwegian cruise lines, Kevin. Hey, mm, well, you won't be afeard of hobos. Okay. I don't see who would uh, protest this activity. It's a, one, it's a wonderful hobos. island. They're hobos. Dangerous hobos. Here's, here's something beautiful about the island. It's owned by the cruise ship, so your cruise card works on the island. Yes. Huh? Yes. Who doesn't like that? That What's means... A- your cruise, cruise card, card. is a, a magical piece of plastic mm-hmm. that not only opens the door to your cabin, right, uh, but also pays for all your drinks. That's what it wow. does. Well, by pays, I mean it connects your I mean, credit it connects card. Your credit card. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't so be like, cruises, this one's on me! So these cruises, uh, they it, were your meals all paid for uh, as a as a cruisee, as not a, as a performer. As a either way, as a cruise, like let's say Kendall, you as a person went on this cruise. Uh-huh. You welcome went aboard. on welcome aboard. I just have to make sure I don't Jewel. go as a hobo. Yeah. Don't go as a hobo because Kevin will shoot hunting. you. Yep, hell um, yes. You you will be able to to visit many of our free restaurants, uh, including the Garden Cafe, which is a buffet restaurant, um, or the Indigo. Azure, mm-hmm. no Azure, Azure was our first ship. Azure, I think it's Indigo. pronounced Azure. Oh, oh, could be wow. actually. Thank you. I think you just got hired. <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, our main, our the other main restaurant for free, uh, which is is kind of in the the style of a Russian ballroom. Uh, I'm not kidding. And then so you can go to either of those restaurants for free. Um, they serve a but not alcohol. No alcohol. Uh, yeah, you gotta and pay no for all your alcohol. Specialty restaurants for free. Yeah. Oh, their specialty like mm. there's premier yes. restaurants. Oh my gosh, extra. and mm-hmm. they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't even know how I made it through the cruise without rolling off of it. It was, <laughs> it was a dangerous game. That was the most dangerous game on the trip. Like that was at home. That was even more dangerous than uh, the hobo. The hobo. The hobo yeah, it was, it was the eating. It was the eating. What you can't see is actually Carissa Brecker for the folks at home. Three hundred and fifty-five. <laughs> oh god, I rolled woman. off that ship. Oh god, I yeah. love food. <laughs> it was there was a French restaurant, a steakhouse, a um. Chinese restaurant, a sushi restaurant, uh, a restaurant called Shabu Shabu, which was like a it was a Mongolian, Mongolian hot, pot? hot pot place. How big is this boat? <gasps> big, big. The boat is huge, and they How hate people it when, are they on the boat. Hate it when Thousands. you call it a boat, but I couldn't call it. They like it when you call it ship. It's 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 a big uh, boat, but um, thousands, thousands, upon thousands, of people. thousands of people thousands. per yeah. every guest. Were you ever scared? No, no. never. 
No. Never. Have you ever claustrophobic feeling? Mm, yes. Do no, you ever feel like, live- I got to get off of this ship? <laughs> <laughs> this ship, not you, this boat. I mean, your survival instinct would take over naturally because if you go, I have to get off of this ship, and then you look around, you get off into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so you're, like, you're not going to get off I'll the ship. I'll stay on the ship. Yeah. You get over it real quick. Like, I got to yeah. get out of here. And then you look out, you're like, ah, maybe I'll have a cheeseburger. Like, ah, it's all right. I yeah. probably just have a cheeseburger <laughs> from one of the many Where's this restaurants. ice cream bar? <laughs> exactly. There's an ice cream bar. You're welcome. Yeah, you could You could eat your way through the ship. It's a beautiful free eating experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm, you could mm-hmm. eat every every meal for free. And what is the audience on a cruise? Captive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Captive. Forced to They got nowhere to go. They're yeah. not worried about the babysitter. Exactly. You're seeing know. our show or you're sitting in a bar. Mm-hmm. And most of them see our show. Mm-hmm. So in any um, showroom, in each showroom, we do two shows a night, um, one night a week. Uh, in the main showroom, which is the Stardust Theater, we do a 12... 1,200? 1,250? Right around 1,200. 1,200-person show, and each of those shows could be sold out if everybody came. Um, We would usually That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. a lot of people. And it's usually about 1,000 people to 1,100 people come to see each show. Yeah, you you get... And that's that's kind of the culture shock from going uh, on... You do a a sold-out show at a a normal theater. In an I.O. Yeah, like like I.O. Like a sold-out show is fucking amazing you got a hundred people but you're not you're not near that and then then you step from there to a theater like oh it's a real lighthouse we only have like 600 people you, you know your your mind blows your mind your, yeah you get spun around a little bit your first couple of shows i know so I, yeah. what did you learn from that take from that experience uh that the not that the size of the crowd is is really not that not a hindrance at all at even a little bit because if you even if do you mean that both ways yeah yeah i do absolutely absolutely i think it's always good to have a you know it's good to have a lot of people there uh it's good to have more people in the audience than on stage yeah <laughs> if, which oh. uh, which is not was not all always my experience when i first started doing improv that's in the city it, but it's always good to have more that's the rule of thumb as long as there's at least two more people in the audience there are on stage you probably you're gonna probably have an show. okay night you're probably gonna have an okay night uh, but yeah, I mean the it's it's the and for me, it was the energy of an audience. It's the reaction of a hundred sure. to one hundred and twenty people versus the reaction of a thousand to twelve hundred people. People like, sitting in the aisles. We yeah, have yeah, yeah, like that. That laughter is jarring the first time you hear it. If you do something and it really lands, and you get an entire room that big to to, to chuckle or you clap, fall over. You do have, my, you have to hold beyond what you, you are ever used to holding. You really got to follow. You're like I I got to stare real hard at the person I'm on stage with because that's jarring. Your 45 minute show ends up being three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because just God. you're blitheringly afraid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the closest. It's the closest I've ever come to hitting a home run in a in a like a baseball game. <laughs> just like the thought of that many people cheering because you hit a ball over a fence. That's me. Like, oh, you said those words in the right order at the right time. <sighs> oh, okay. Well, I got to sit here and not endure. Endure is the wrong word, I feel, but it's kind of what it is. But the first you get time to you experience it. Yeah, experience. The first time you hear it is it's jarring. It and is jarring. And then after that, you get used but to you it. But you love it. 
at the same time. I don't mean to be. And then by the third month, you get mad when only 800 people are laughing in a third. In a, it's like, what was wrong with those other 200 people? <laughs> you become a comedian again, and you yeah. focus on the. You want to make sure that you're making everybody laugh. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the best jobs in the world is having the Norwegian cruise line job because you are making 1,200 people per show laugh yeah. Yeah. at things. That, I mean, but it is. I mean, you are given this material that the best of the best wrote. Yeah. So there's no, I mean, you would, you're saying it as best as you can and Second City hired you because they know that you have the, the talent and wherewithal to say these words, but also you're being given words that were written by greats like Stephen Colbert, Tina Fey, yeah. uh, everybody. I mean, and you're just being able to say these words and the audience is loving them and you're just, you as, as you say them, you're feeling like you were the luckiest person in the world. Yep. So it's a great job for that. And then and then you are realizing that you're stuck out at sea and nobody else is seeing you other than these people for four months. And you're like, wait, my mom. <laughs> I wish my mom could see me say these words. But and then your mom did show and then my mom, you her to yeah. get on a cruise. And then my mom oh. cruises all the time. Mom so got right on that cruise. Yeah. yeah. So I was lucky. <laughs> that was the thing. That was the thing that I had to get used to was. Carissa cruised her her childhood. Yeah, their my vacations childhood was all were all cruises. And I had never been on a I'd never been on a cruise before I first got that job in uh, the first ship I got. So after my first dinner, I was freaking out in front yeah. of producers. I'm looking around like it's just darkness. Like it was at night. Oh, <laughs> looking out the boat. It's like it's just darkness the and ship. water. Yeah, the or ship. The sh- yeah, ship. Done. Oh, please. You're gonna be high. Yeah, you oh, gonna be God. high. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna be a cruise director Careful. by the end of this podcast. <laughs> It's it, it was just like freaking out and looking at like it's just us and then the fish, and you, you probably shouldn't yell that around passengers while they're probably trying to play shuffleboard. <laughs> you probably should hold your shit together a little better than I did, but that I mean that's another thing that you just get used to is mm-hmm. that it, it's the first time you're on, you're on something that massive floating around in the ocean. Yeah, you should come next time we do a sh- uh, ship, well, which might know. be for not not for a while, but. But one day we'll do a ship again. Trying to tell me you're doing a ship? No, I'm doing a ship again. Okay. I have I have things. Was to it do. weird being on the ship uh, together as a couple? Performing. I, well, I will let Kevin answer and then I'll answer. But I think I know his answer. Yeah, I mean, we broke up on the ship. Like this is all a times. facade. Yeah, really? we're just together times. because we both signed a lease. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, tell the, him the truth. No, it was great. It was great. The first time I went out, I was by myself, and but we were together. We were together. We had started. Dating. I was in Chicago, so she was in, in Chicago, and I was at sea, and that was hard. That was that was uh, the only hard part of that job. Honestly, was dealing with that, just being away, just being away from her. Uh, and the, the second time being out together, and you get to experience all this stuff uh, together, and you get to go on these excursions, and you get to do the show uh, together, and all this stuff. It's uh, well, yeah, it's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really great. There'd be a once in a while where you're living in a cabin. You are living in a cabin smaller than this table. Yeah, it's a cabin designed for one person. And oh, it's, a, it's a decent sized table. And, I mean, yeah, I don't want to. For the folks anything. at home, I mean, we're. I mean, this is the table from Network where Ned Beatty screams <laughs> at the anchor. I mean, this is a sizable conference room. When you looked at the the plaque on the door, though, in our cabin, it did say cabin capacity. One, yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, Kevin. There's two of us in here. So once in a while, it's like you have to get the fuck out of this room. We did say that to each other, but I think that definitely, without being too like, oh, relationships, Um, (laughs) relationship wise, like the the ability to say to each other without any like humor 
or like love uh, to be able to look at one another and being like, you need to get the fuck out of this room before I break up with you. And that person be like, without any sense of like ego or animosity, hurt, animosity or be like, yes, I will leave this room so we do not break <laughs> yeah. up. I concur. I concur. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, should yeah. not see each other again for yeah. a few hours. And then for that person to leave, that is a huge thing that like, that if you're going to live in a room made for, uh, I don't know, a puppet. Right. <laughs> the room is very small. It's a bed, a desk, and a drawer. Like and, that is and the a dream. In a dream, uh, <laughs> but it's it's. I I am lucky. We are absolutely more than lucky to have had an officer's cabin, and I will say that for sure. Yeah, for sure. The first week we were there, we had um, a, a lower deck cabin, which was a bunk bed, and so it was a bunk bed that we tried to sleep in the same bed together. And it just did, did yeah, not and work. And then it became summer camp. It was it just like, bunk camp. bed party! Yeah! Um, so we were very lucky to have an officer's cabin where you could fit two in the bed. But um, there, I think that the, the the realization that you had to speak to your partner uh, honestly Frankly and honestly, yeah. Like it, you, I can't see you in this room again. Yeah, that's a built, that's a relationship builder. I think yeah, for, it helps the discourse. Forever for sure. and ever now, we, yeah. can, we can say that to each other. Like, yeah. even today I said that, I think, once or twice. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't. You cannot talk anymore. <laughs> I'm doing said. something. I'm doing something. Yeah, and even like yeah, the day before I was like, if you don't turn off the TV, I'm putting it through the window. I'm like okay, okay, fair enough. I'll fair turn enough. off the TV. Fair enough. So it, it taught us a lot about each other. Yeah, I'm we're violent, people. awful people all, who shouldn't be together. Oh, but Listen there's us. an understanding. There's mm-hmm. an. <laughs> 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 the understanding is that we're the we're, both right kind of vile yeah. to be with one another. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ah, thank you, boats. Yeah. Yeah, so ships, that was the boat. Ships. 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 Boat thank ships. You. Well, I, we could talk about so we really many things could. forever. We're, we could have a part we're two. We're dramatically over time. I'm though. sorry. Hell yeah. I know. I, I keep looking at your clock, and I'm like, how long are these supposed to be? What clock are you looking at? Make this a four-parter. Oh. In your bedroom? Wow, you can see that all the way in there? Yeah, that's a ceiling. That's a ceiling fan. Don't look in there. I'm, I'm looking. You're Stop looking it. at a ceiling fan. 1058 is what your bedroom <laughs> clock says. She can Where's your Where's your woman? Hello. She's on the couch. Yeah, she is. Uh, Your lady sleeping. Yeah. Well. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, the two of you, thank for you. coming and speak with me. You want to have us again? You can. I I would love to. <gasps> Please uh, have talk us again. Some more about about all things. Mm-hmm. We have so much more to say. I'll to come you. in here by myself and be honest, because Jesus Christ. Yeah. This maybe we'll maybe we'll up. do some more. Do some separate. because yeah. I too, got things yeah. to say. There's about just him. it's too complicated to get people's whole life stories. Oh, he talks oh so much. She's just so boring. She's the most boring. <laughs> he won't shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, God. Listen to me. I'm a woman. Is there, anything, uh, is there anything coming up you'd like to promote? Hell yeah. Brecca? Oh, okay. First off, um, off off Broadway, uh, we are... Yeah. You're in a show. You're, you're doing a, show. a run right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. At the Stage 773. Yes, well, don't say well, tomorrow. Well, I, don't, well, I don't know. When are you going to put this up? I'll probably post this on Monday. Ugh. Then we have two more left <laughs> at the stage seven seven three. Um, I hope that tomorrow goes well. The most ingrateful, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. So uh, off off Broadway new show. We new changed show. our we panties. Changed our panties. You saw stage it, right? Seven. I haven't seen it yet. I was out of town. When are you seeing it? Uh, well, I have a commitment tomorrow night. <laughs> I have a commitment tomorrow night, so I think probably the Thursday. After okay, that. fine. You'll see it the weekend Ooh. that everyone sees it. 
the weekend that everyone is like, well, I won't, I won't wait till the last one. <laughs> oh God, I, mm. I've been, uh, I've seen, a, I've seen like loyal. every show. So you're let's loyal. back off. No, a no, bit I'm here. saying you're a loyal supporter. Yes, of the off, off Broadway. Broadway. We changed stage seven seven three on Thursday, Thursday night at eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, you'll have two yeah. more to see. Go see. It. It. When's the last? What's the last date? I don't know. When, where's Come the on. calendar? I don't know. I'm hoping that we extend. That's why I don't have the end. But also, 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 in addition, also, in addition. uh, As well as. As well as. um, Metro Dance Company, which is my dance company. We haven't even talked about dance companies yet. Oh, boy. Shut up, Kevin. Uh, June 9th, 10th, and 11th at Stage 773. And then the following weekend, the 17th and the 24th. Um, there is a four-person sketch show. It's two, uh, two two-people sketch shows with a four-person sketch show in the middle called uh, Double Decker, we think. Yeah, and we're working on it right now. It's uh, myself and Lindsay Haley doing a two-person show, and then uh, Carissa and a fellow we were on the ships with by the name of Adam Peacock, uh, who is, one, the worst human being in the world, Ugh. and two, very real boring son of a bitch. And uh, <laughs> so Chris is going to drag him through <laughs> the mud of a, these are improv. He's, yeah, uh, yeah, these are sketch. sketch. These are oh, all sketch, sketch shows. Okay. So we are going to be uh, performing uh, two two-person shows separate of one another, but in the middle we'll we'll combine our forces like Voltron oh, to do uh, at least one to two uh, four-person sketches. So you can see that also. When is that? Stage seven seven three. The seventeenth and twenty-fourth of June, two Fridays in a row. Booyah! Oh, is that during their? Uh... It's after. Okay. Yeah. Forget it's, I said anything. Don't even say anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So June, uh, there's that going there's on. There's so much. Double so deckers. Yeah, double decker. I uh, think that's, what that's what it is now. Is yeah, we, just, we named it. We, I gotta yeah. go look for a breaking news. Image. There's that and uh, work. What was it? Workaholics. Workaholics. Is season two. <laughs> season two. <laughs> <laughs> is Mary Beth mailing you a check after? Shut the- up. All right. So. Uh, all right. Anything and then else? what about you? Uh, Chaos Theory and Deltones uh, in reverse order on uh, on at IO on Saturdays. Uh, it's uh, t- Deltones at eight o'clock. And is then, that improv or uh, that that uh, is improv? That's improv. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, then uh, come see uh, come Monday nights if you're in Chicago to the uh, Second City uh, in Old Town to see the best of Second City show done by the Torton Companies. Um, How my, would we know when you're performing? My next one is the 16th of May. I will okay. be there to perform. I'm pretty sure that's the Monday that we're there. Uh, I should have a calendar in front you of really me. You really should. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's. Uh, so we're gonna be doing that, and then. Uh, but anytime you see, uh, say, and then, uh, if you if it's not a Monday, you'll be seeing one of the main casts, uh, and then this uh, double decker thing. And but then, I'm pretty sure that uh, May 16th, the next one, and then also May. I don't know what you're talking. That about. same week. That same week. Oh, oh boy. I hope I didn't mix up my days. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, the smush on that Tuesday. Oh, yes. That smush. Everyone oh, see that, that smush. Uh, if you want to see that. somebody flop sweat their way through a stand-up set, Hello, it's Kevin Serrata will be there doing stand-up. Do you know um, anybody else who's performing at that smush? Not that one, not but yet? the following one, I know somebody performing. It's me. In June? It's me oh, in boy. June. What are you doing in June? You come in with all your plugs and order. I'm, d- I'm, doing, I'm doing some uh, sketch with, yeah. uh, an, an, with Adam Peacock. To promote that, our show, that fucking peacock, that fucking peacock asshole. I'm just saying this also because Kevin did promote that two freak. sketch show or two improv shows. Which were they? Mm, uh, Cast Theory and uh, the Delta. Which one's at 10:30 on Saturdays? Oh God, I got to promote something else. But yeah, 10:30 well, on Saturdays is Chaos. Theory. Okay, so when you don't want to see that because it's uh, improv, but you want to see something set, that's Cupid Players upstairs from that at the there exact same time. 
uh, 10.30 Saturday nights. It's been performing. It's the longest running uh, sketch show in Chicago, basically. So I'm saying see that instead of whatever Kevin's performing downstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so okay. if you don't want to see that, and uh, you see Chaos Theory. But also, um, I would be remiss if that did not... Um, uh, Friday nights at midnight at IO, oh, yeah. uh, team by the name of Challenger that I'm very proud to be a part of. Uh, we do show at midnight. We uh, can't stop plugging ourselves. It's just with you're uh, very busy people. Yeah. <laughs> it's us and another wonderful team by the name of Dinner Bell. They are hysterical, and then uh, Challenger after that. So you can come uh, come get yourself drunk at the IO on a midnight. Hello. All right. you, okay, we're done talking. Now. Do you have anything to plug, Ken? What are you plugging? Do you want to plug any of our shows again? <laughs> Oh no, he wants us to leave his house uh, so bad. No, I I don't really have. Uh, Do you want to go to sleep? His girlfriend no, is sleeping on the couch. I have, I don't have anything to plug. All right, that's okay. Uh, check out this podcast. Yes, yeah. check it out, motherfucker. You, you want, let's be serious. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's some people that probably just are listening to this because they're friends of yours. Do you think they made it all the way through? I, I would. I I'd stop listening There's when no I start talking about improv. Yeah, There's like no way to know. twelve minutes in, when Kevin started talking about improv, that's when I stopped. <laughs> Kevin uh, talked for. I had um, Joe and Tim from Teenager of the Year on the show, oh. and they were talking, and they were they were great guests. Uh, but Joe was convinced that nobody was listening all the way to the end. <laughs> and at the end of the podcast, he asked people. He's like, "If you made it this far." Email me, and he gave out his email address. I have not followed up with him okay. to see if anyone actually anyone. did. Can so I don't do know. Oh, here? God, yeah. Can we do that here? Yeah, I, mean, I already gave out my email address if right, anybody wait, wait. from New York wanted to yell at me. But yeah, if you made it all the way through this podcast, Can congratulations. You? Congratulations. Please email me, Kevin Serretta, at cannonballkevin at gmail.com. I will regret giving this email out. No but one's going to listen to this. Write part. me if you made it all the way through. Here's something. Yeah, this is if not, you a, made it this this not far a confidence through. builder for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just talked forever. No, one's, I'm no just, it's I'm not just... an indictment of you as a host. It's of us as guests. God here's damn something. it, we're long If you've made it this far through, here it is, Kendall. You're welcome. If you made it this far through the podcast, and you're going to post this on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be around. I want you to, to comment on the post, Pancakes. 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 And just put an exclamation point at the end. Pancakes! Mm-hmm. Should it be in caps or should it be in just regular... I think caps. Because you're that excited about pancakes. Caps, pancakes. And then everyone's going to be like, why'd they put pancakes down? Mm-hmm. But then you will know why you put pancakes down. Why did down. you say pancakes? Because Pan- I'm hungry. Always. Because <laughs> wine makes me want pancakes. She's 360 pounds, oh, folks. She needs I'm that I'm so hungry. Um, but what I'm saying is pancakes. If you've made it this far, comment on this post, pancakes. You're welcome. All right. I'm done talking. Well, that's unfortunate because at the very end of the oh, podcast, no. which is where we are, <gasps> I like to uh, end <laughs> by giving the guests a final word or words. What uh, do we say? So, I don't know. It's up he, to you. It's going to be kind of You have to have some kind of word. final message, and then that's... And then it goes to the end music, and it's very dramatic. Okay, Kevin. So it's kind of high pressure, but you just have to figure it out and go. Go, Kevin, go. Thank you, Kendall, for bringing us into your home and letting us speak into your fine microphones. This podcast is sponsored by Australian Red Shiraz Wine. For those of you who want to get drunk but also want to clean out the carburetor in in your cars, pour it in, pour some down your gullet, and then... Overstay your welcome at someone's nice apartment. Carissa, do you have any words? Oh, I certainly do, Kevin. Kendall, thanks again for letting us over at your house and letting your tiny hamster p- 
Pip, I believe your hamster is called Pip. Biggest testicles Biggest, on a hamster I've ever oh, seen. Let, thank you for letting his balls Man's drag across my palm. Balding insect. Kevin, there. smell my hand. What does that smell like? Balls. Oh, it smells, yeah, like it smells like hamster like balls. Hamster balls. And the Korean War. <laughs>